Good day, good night, good evening, good morning, wherever you are around the world. Welcome to our barbecue cookout. Janine, I think that's at least 30 seconds, girl. I don't want to I like this song. <laughs> this song is everything. This is what brings the black folks together. Oh, my God. Exactly. Andrew. We got lots of things to bring us together. fucking up my music, man. Always. Not me, okay? Copyright rules fuck up your music, okay? That's what happens when you don't got tons of money in your budget and, you know, you can't pay for, you know, when they send acts for that money, you can't send them a check. We don't have that. But anyway, welcome. Good night. Good evening. Good day. Welcome to our 155th, 155th, 155th podcast. We're sipping on Sangria Middle Sunday. <laughs> It is what it is. So we got Nigel, we got Emmanuel, we got Terrence, we got Maya, we got Tony, we got Debs. And I see Janina in here, but Janina shouldn't be there. Yeah. We got Rich Clem 89. Hello, hello. We got lots of people. So before I go any further, let me introduce my co-hostesses with the mostesses. I am nothing without these ladies. We have Andrine from Soli Tennis Travels, and she is traveling today. Well, she's already traveled. Where are you, Andrine? I am in lovely, lovely, lovely London. Um, it has rained, so hopefully that's enough rain for now. Okay. And I'm looking forward to going to Wimbledon tomorrow. Look at that. You see, they need to have a new game called Where in the World is Andrine? <laughs> <laughs> Forget how in San Diego is Where in the World is Andrine? Because <laughs> one never knows. Exactly. According, ac according to my phone, I'm in Long Thornton. I'm not sure where that is. <laughs> <laughs> is that in England? <laughs> I'm assuming it is, but I've never heard of it. So, oh god, have I you know. enjoyed the trip so far? I mean, you got there what on Friday or um, Saturday? Yeah. No, no, I actually got there yesterday. Um, whew, can I tell <laughs> you, these mofos? I immediately came into my parent, my family's home, and I said. It is damn straight that I will be staying at a hotel the night before I leave, right across from Paddington Station, so I can roll up there, get <laughs> on the train, and be 15 minutes out from the airport. It literally took me two hours to get to my family. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> and they live in London proper? <laughs> no, they live a little bit on the outskirts, but it's just like, you know what? The trains didn't pop up on my Google map, so I took a freaking the Piccadilly line all the way to Green Park. Then I switched uh, to the Victoria line, and then I took a bus <laughs> from Brixton. That sounds like family. a lot of work, man. <laughs> it is a lot of work. You, you know what? I pulled up my Uber, and I was like, how much is it going to cost me? It was going to cost me a hundred pounds, and it was going to still take me two hours. Oh, oh hell no. Jesus <laughs> Lord. <laughs> So I just said, screw it. Let me just sit on the train. And I was scoreboarding Federer's match. So that was the time I arrived during the Federer. Um, Federer was just starting when Luca, I landed. Federer Luca? Luca Pui. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Federer Luca Pui. Oh, so I, you know, I should have known because I didn't see you active on Twitter. Because I knew you. <laughs> I was, I, was I was too tense. I was too tense the first set. I was like, this shit is looking tight. No, I was watching here? it at work. You know, it wasn't really, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't all of that. But, you know, Federer isn't the fool's wrong. That's all we can say. The first Listen, I someone in the chat is asking how Andrean gets tickets to Manic Monday. Listen, Andrean can get tickets to anything, I'm anywhere, all over the world. Don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to. We don't ask questions If either. we tell you, we have to kill you. Oh, do, do, do you want to also be really jealous, y'all? Not only do I have tickets to Manic Monday, I don't even have tickets to Center Court. Because guess what? 
the parties on court one. Yep. I'm seeing Serena and then I'm seeing Coco and we'll see about Nole. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you go get some pims. <laughs> I might slide on out of there. <laughs> exactly. That's when you, and Nole provides the refreshment opportunities. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I'm like, I really was poor at planning and totally didn't realize Manic Monday was Manic Monday. So I was doing a sort of thank you for my relatives because guess what, y'all? I come and stay with my relatives and I'm like, I'm not paying y'all, but I finally was able to save. And so I'm taking them to see Hamilton. And guess when I decided to do that shit on Monday. So <laughs> I was stupid. So I'm going to have to leave. Well, you know what? Um, I mean, the matches should end relatively early because it's I'm only hoping. three matches on. So you should be able to be out there by seven your time. I think that's what I'm hoping. I'm thinking Nole, like I think each of the ladies go for two hours at best. Um, so. Yeah, because there are two women's matches on court one on one and one men. One, and they start, but they start and, at one. They start yeah, at but one. on the women on the center court, I think you'd have had issues there because there are two men's matches on center mm -hmm. court and one lady. So are you gonna yeah, finish yeah. the introductions? Sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I know we gotta introduce Janina from Foreign Ohio. I'm telling she you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> She's that woman that's like, Can I get some food, please? Can I get some food? She's like okay. cutting in line. I'm that's sorry. Right. Okay, <laughs> we have from Foreign Ohio who um, she's all excited. She's on a high because she just basically the women's soccer team. Just why? Good luck for you all. Does that mean that they're going to get paid more money than the men this time? Probably not, but we're working on it. Okay. Good. <laughs> you got a plan for that. You got a plan for that. Elizabeth compliments Liz Warren. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we have. I mean, people. Oh my God, people won't let us breathe. People are already asking questions. Well, let the podcast. Get his say in. Don't you know you can't show up to the cookout and start acting like this already? I know, right? You're that cousin that you're that friend of a friend, okay? God damn, sit Don't down. Be that... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, ladies, I'm telling you, after day one. Wait, have you introduced Janina? <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, we, we worked on it, and then that's okay. real. Do you know that other guy? <laughs> we got to that All part. Right. So let okay, me just guys. say, after day well. Seeing the draw when Coco had to pay, face Queen V, I was like, Wimbledon, you already shit. And after day <laughs> one result, I was just like, this shit gonna be a hot mess. Okay, like, I, I am regretting I come to this barbecue. It is smoky. It is just people just acting wild. I was really, really, really upset. Do you remember you what know? I said? Because I need some props. What did you say? You remember what I said, Andrew? I was drinking. I don't remember. She did say, she did say she thought it could happen. She did. So, Everybody was like, I'm so worried for Coco. I said, I'm worried for Venus. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Let me correct that. Oh, no. Reels was the one that says Coco plays to the back. Yeah, Venus no, you mentioned, no. We, I said, I said, I said, I expected Venus to definitely come forward because Coco was in the quality. She was not coming forward. But apparently, I know. when she got to the main court, when she got to the main draw, she was just like, bitches, I am coming forward. <laughs> I know. She's like, I was just playing with the juniors. Exactly. And I was doing what I needed to do. Exactly. I get what I need to do. I am resourceful, okay? I'm thinking point by point. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> she, I mean, like, I was really impressed how she's handled herself. And this is, I mean, I know everyone is about the hype train and all of that, whatever the kissing. But it is exciting as our friend Brie would say, black people saving you as tennis. And in <laughs> fact, this black girl is saving women's tennis because I mean, no, stop it. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I mean, look, I'm just saying, 
Sam Gross is right now seething because <laughs> Ash Bradley is on court number two again. Anybody <laughs> coming for her? You know the code cops. Fight. You know the code cops are out here mad. Ash Bradley, the number one player in the world, is again on court number but you two. You know what? It's okay. She showed up. Hey, hey, Miss. But you know what? It's okay because she's silently getting through the draw. But I have to say, as as well as saving um, women's tennis, is that what you call it? She's also proving that people do like watching women's tennis. I know, right? Right. <laughs> there is a market out here. I mean, people, I mean, people are in a bar at 12 o'clock in the day, okay? And they're like, the bar is packed at 12 o'clock. I mean, like, that's money for everybody. Well, you that know is- what, though? I mean, the thing that's so funny is everyone's going to make this about sex, about gender and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, people like to celebrate new folks emerging and the wta side has it beat in that way they have new people emerging and she's an exciting story and people want to see how far she's gonna go she's a teenager she's in that classic tradition of what we're used to a teen phenom fearlessness it's exciting to watch and so you're getting young people watching this quote-unquote older people sport right yeah a lot lot of teenagers are like oh my god she's 50 and I guess it's really, I guess because we are people of a certain age and just like, oh my gosh, she's only 15. And I'm like, um. That's how it used to be. That's how it used to be. <laughs> that's how it used to be. When we were watching, when we were young, everybody was fucking 15. We were like, what you still doing here? Exactly. <laughs> if, if you were a phenom at 15, <clears throat> you should have already been to a major semifinal. You should at have least. done one, three of them. No. Well, you, know what, you know what? This is, it's ironic that you say this because I think they had asked Serena the question about that. Um, and Serena had really nice things to say about the question of like age on the tour. And she said, as a matter of fact, if you were a teen, if you were like 17 or something and you hadn't gotten to a final, you were underachieving, you are yeah. exactly. so, you know, and so she actually was able to put it in perspective that that's actually how it was on the WTA. Remember when Venus won at 19, I was just like, Ooh. Could she have ever won it? I didn't think she was going to win it ever. Right, right. <laughs> you remember and that? I, it felt like Venus was over the hill at 19. You were yes, a slacker. And I came up during, remember, I came up during the Hingus time too. Remember? Yeah. That was the thing. Hing- exactly. How was Hingus when she came up? At 16, yes. at 16, Hingus almost won the Grand Slam thanks to Eva Mayoli. Right. That shit didn't happen. But <laughs> 1997. <laughs> Hingus was on a tear. Yeah, I mean, so she told through Venus. That's why I never liked that girl. Ever this is see. This I, is why. This is why you have to take some time and sit down with the old folks at the cookout. <laughs> we are older. We are wiser. You have to learn. You gonna learn today. But you know, there's something which I, f- I find interesting that you know people and I hate to interject a man's in, um, a male perspective into this, but um, <laughs> so but funny. Federer okay. pointed out Sometimes which I which we've been saying all the time is that the WTA age restriction is what is causing why these quote-unquote late bloomers are here. Plus, mm-hmm. we also have the fact that, you know, that players are continuing their career past 20, or past 30. Um, 30 was just like, you're definitely over the hill. Get out of here. Why are you still here? And people would say shit like, remember once Mary Pierce was in the locker and somebody said, girl, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm in the draw. And she's like, what? You're in the draw? And they're like, she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna play tennis today. And they're like, oh, my bad, girl. I thought you were working for some station. And Mary, <laughs> <laughs> and this was Mary Pierce, okay. And this is when she was like late twenties. Now Venus is pushing forty, and she's still 
qualifying. Okay, Venus has not played a qualification round yet in forever. So, hey, and Federer is what, and Venus and Serena are the same age, and they're the ones people are are pushing the sports into you know wider public um, atmosphere. Well, well, so. except, except for this week, I mean, according to the TV ratings i think the 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 highest rated matches have been in terms of viewership has been the coco matches um as well as the rafa versus um nick curious because again this is the thing i think what it's showing you is that if you don't have some sort of crossover appeal you're not getting the ratings so as much as people don't like nick people were curious enough to watch him. And so the same thing is happening with Coco is like, this is a compelling story outside of tennis. And so that's where your ratings boost is coming from. So it's the idea is like, how do people are like, how do you engage the public? What do we do? How do we get people to watch? I mean, I'm telling you, look, TV cameras would not set up when black people are being killed and dying and murdered, but they set up in a bar. There were (laughs) TV cameras. In a bar. That was, that's Coco's dad's bar. That's what so. I know. It's Coco's dad's bar. I'm just, and the father isn't there. The parents are there. She's not even there. They're just that's there the to watch Black Joy. They want to <laughs> do the, you know, the, the community wants to do it. That's what it is. Oh, so what was it? So the top roading match was Coco versus Rybarakova, du- Djokovic versus Kudla, which I don't know how that's something what? interesting, Ooh. Edmund versus Munar, but that's British. Serena versus um, Gato Monticone, I guess, and Coco versus Venus. Although Coco versus Venus was the lowest ranked. Come on, people. Well, I guess people didn't people didn't they didn't know what to expect, right? It's Venus. She would have won, okay. Um, and this little girl, mm, so uh, it's Venus, I guess. But then afterwards, that was whew, that turned into something else because you know everyone made it about you know she was like, I am playing my idols. These people got me up to go play tennis every morning, basically. These are my inspiration. And I've lived long enough. Uh, they've played long enough for me to play. That's probably, that's really something. Because I'm thinking about, like, when Serena was playing Steffi Graf and all those people. You know what I mean? The people that you've seen on TV, you now have to face these people all the time. I, I guess I guess for the men, they're just like, why don't these people die? Like, go on, go on. I'm just like, why won't Federer just go away, right? Because every day... <laughs> Every time it's just like I had him I'm on my go wall. away and die. I'm a little literally. bit dramatic there. <laughs> I had him on my wall as a kid, and he's now the wall. I can't get over this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so well, Coco's winning. Coco has clearly won week one. She's won week one yes. in terms she, of fan interest. You in know terms what? Of viewer interest. Uh Coco's match again. Oh my god, Coco's match versus Hercock was twice the number. Of Coco versus Venus. Ridiculous. Coco is a level three. She gets the rib. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know what? Baby girl, you need to sit down. We're going to fix you a plate. We're going to fix you a plate, girl. <laughs> you you get definitely. a rib and you get hot fish out of exactly. fresh oil. No doubt about it. No doubt about it, baby. You done did good. You did good, and, girl. And if you don't say a thing, you might get a sip of an adult beverage. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm also, and also, um, a couple of things, too, about Coco. It's nice to have people celebrate her wins and have um, and let her be her joyful self. There was one person I saw, one hateful person who called her arrogant and tagged her in the tweet. That's low rent and shitty. Stop tagging teenagers in tweets, um, especially if you want to insult them. Please don't do that. But for the most part, I feel like everyone has been joyful for her. 
and um, enjoying it and letting her be herself, which is wonderful to see. I haven't heard any critiques of the parents. Thank you very much for learning from how assholes, how much of an asshole you all were to the Williams sisters family. So it's nice to see that's new. <laughs> and I have to say that I, I mean, listen, just as a kind of different thing, it feels like people have holistically embraced Coco because she has acknowledged the Williams sisters as a real influence and as a, someone who created a path for her. Did you love that moment at the end of the Venus match when she just held her hand? She's like, I'm going to say what I want to say. I ain't gonna let her go. That was nice. It was cute. I, I liked it. I didn't know that I needed that to happen, but I think it's just really wonderful that, and I think um, Tumani's piece in um, was really, <coughs> the Guardian. really, yeah, in The Guardian is a real acknowledgement. Yes, I mean, the Williams sisters created a path, so it'll be easier for Coco to navigate this world. Right. And, I, and it, you know, I was just I, happy I, that I she like got her moment. That. To say I, that I I didn't necessarily need that to happen. I was just I happy didn't know that I did. Yeah, I I have I was happy that she took the opportunity. She took that moment. Some some people would have froze and did the handshake and walked away. And she's like, you know what? I may never get this opportunity again. And um, and she took it, and and that was nice. And um, she doesn't seem to enrage people as much as others have been well, enraged by. Well, I, I guess give her time, right? Give her time. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, other black tennis players. <laughs> There's no disrespectful mm -hmm. here. Oh, you, you mean the Serena fans who come out and be like, "I don't like, I don't like Serena. What's the matter with you?" Right. Someone, someone mentioned something. I'm um, in the HY mentioning, you know, that Coco is let people are less vicious at this time. It, um, because Patrick is running interference, um, that could be a possibility. Patrick, who? Marta. Marta. Uh, yeah. Running interference? How? Where? When? Why? What do you he's part of the media how's program. How is he doing? No, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a different environment for sure. Um, but I, but even just fandom itself, I think they've embraced her because I think Coco has taken, let's be honest, an appropriate approach to recognizing the champs that were Venus and Serena and acknowledging that their path wasn't her path wouldn't be possible without them. I think others that have come after Venus and Serena have not done that. They pretend I like, I, I don't won't. know who these people are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or they pretend that they pretend that race doesn't matter. Oh, honey, I'm just out in the world doing yeah. things. I'm just being me. <laughs> so a couple people <laughs> I am me. <laughs> are talking about how Coco is part of Federer's management Today. team and they know how to manage things. I, I imagine that's probably a piece of it. But her yeah, parents think have well. been in this world as well. They have, and, and the parents have somehow, they're in That's this world. <clears throat> they have been pro athletes or top athletes, if I'm not mistaken. So they understand the dynamics the of the situation, the mother. So mm -hmm. they are definitely managing um, the her, whole yeah. her program. And I mean, because it is a lot stressful for any parent, no matter whoever you are, to deal with a top rank athlete as a child, right? How do you deal with someone who is out here making top dollars and still a child? Like, how, you know what I mean? So, it is, um, she seemed to be enjoying her tennis, which is always wonderful. She's enjoying the limelight, which is also wonderful. She's like, you know, um, center court is no different than court one. So she's taking things in stride and perspective. And as for her tennis, there's things to be worked on. But one thing I must say, um, she takes things point by point. And that is very difficult to do because I was already panicking. I was like, girl, it's her time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, demonstrate. But you know what? Demonstrating grit. I mean, I think not everything was working for her. But and you know, her talk was like, "Listen, bitch, I'm gonna slice you to death." Exactly. Her talk was just like, "This is mine. 
this is mine. <laughs> and you can see, but you know, I, I have to say something for the code cops out here. Y'all keep saying oh, Coco don't deserve code center court. Herzog deserves center court. Any and every player deserves center court. This is something that, so I don't understand why people make this about one player as if, you know, like Coco is playing on center court and Herzog is on court number one. Okay? They're both <laughs> playing. Well, nobody cares about Herzog, except when they were in the match and suddenly Herzog was their biggest, they needed things to happen for her. You know what I mean? I was really surprised by Herzog because Herzog has all these tattoos and I was like, this is a badass chick, right? This is the girl who's going to be like, and she came on her back end. But then you saw her back end and you're like, no, no, no. No, but you know what? I actually thought, as somebody would say, I thought her guy would get her through that match. I mean, because she looked like she was railroading. I was like, oh, no, the love story's over. It's almost over. And then Coco <laughs> turned it around with, I mean, I point was shocked. Point. Point. Because I was watching it point. on mute. I was like, I can't. <laughs> was there anything I better? I was watching it at work. Was there anything was like, better than Mama Coco's celebration? Yeah, that was pretty oh, It's just the connection my, between two of them. That two of them was I'm surprised the guards didn't go down. I don't understand why the I don't understand why security didn't show up for Mama Coco. I mean, that was really weird. I guess they only they only do that for certain black people. No, certain I, I part of the because I'm the players box. There is no there's no black. Yeah, there, it's their box. Okay, okay. Okay, white people be, up front can't be like she's doing too much in the wait, behind can't be she's doing too much to be fair okay <laughs> which is to be horrible i'm sure but <laughs> i could hear the woman celebrating midpoint during serena's match she paid her money i'm not mad at her she paid her money no well, okay, she paid wait, her money wait, wait wait let's give context so there was a woman who was celebrating during Serena's match. And boy, was she um, celebrating. Her first round match when she, had, you know, because Serena lost the first set. So she was on the way back and this woman was letting you know she was excited. Oh, man. And I think Janina tweeted it out and then I think she was so jubilant that the guards came and was like, I'm sure they said, lady, we only let a few black people in here. Calm down. I'm sure they were just like, hello, this is the Brits. We don't get that loud unless it's Heather Watson. Okay. But um, no, so she was just a little bit loud. But then throughout the rest of the match, you could hear her screaming through every <laughs> That's right, woman. You paid some money. <laughs> Listen, I you ain't gonna tell me how to cheer. You know what I mean? And I hate when British people keep acting like, oh, we are British. Get the fuck out of here with this Except bullshit. Except it's not the truth, because did you hear them in that Dan Evans match? It's ridiculous. Not only that, we watch you watching soccer, people. We watch you watching soccer all the right. time. That's right. Don't be out here trying to tell people y'all are proper and y'all are not Sif savages. Get out of here. Get out of here with this bullshit. I wish she sued. I wish that she, woman would come and she sue. Can't sue. She can't sue. They you are being very American right now, Reels, and you're not <laughs> yes. even a native born. Cut it out. I'm, I don't even give Cut a shit. It out. I really anyway. because here's the thing: people just go snitch. All those people in the stand just go snitching this woman for having a good time. Because if it no, was Dan, they didn't have Dan to Evan, snitch her. Stop it! They didn't have to snitch. She got up midpoint and screamed. <laughs> I don't you know, care. That wasn't that. That well, the video that I had put out that, that wasn't midpoint. That was no, it was that a midpoint. Was it was after. It, it was, was after. after. <laughs> it was after. But she was. But she was. But, she, but we could hear her on the TV. Oh my god, it was so hilarious. <laughs> you know what? That place need a little spicing up because y'all be. Nigel, were you there? 
Y'all were dead. I, I need to know what was really happening. <laughs> oh, that was great. Anyway, anyway, everyone was talking about. I'm telling you something. Let me tell you what would not make a comeback because Herzog has killed the slice forever. No, forever. the slicing. I love the slicing. <laughs> Everybody is just like, God damn it. But you know what? The slicing actually saved Coco because to me, it kept her in the point. Not only that, she didn't have to feel she had to go for broke right off the bat. Yeah. And over it. So she was definitely in the point. And her well, song. You know, in the beginning, that's what Martina says. Martina says, so someone's like, how is she dealing with the slice? And Martina's like, every time she gets sliced, she slices back. That's her strategy. <laughs> <sighs> but you stay in the point. But you see, but so yeah. I, I have to say that she seemed to be comfortable in all aspects of the game. Mm-hmm. That you forehand, the backhand, you know, and she and she's young. Moving forward. Moving, moving forward. forward. Yeah. Cause um, I think what Mary we always Joe, look for. Mary Jo was even saying she said at 15, you couldn't pay me to come forward. You couldn't <laughs> pay me to come forward. She's just like it's just Honey, you can't much. pay nobody to come forward nowadays. <laughs> well, that's true. The grass will tell you that, right? <laughs> like... Well, listen. Let's uh Let's move on. But while Let's we're on the topic about grass, I just want to make a point. So we even mentioned this when they were going on about whether Rafa should be seated two or three, whatever. But I mean, should players make be adamant that the surface be completely could, when they play on different surfaces, it be different because the grass is playing rather slow. They've said that. I mean, they've said Actually, this for years. But I, I don't know. The only people. It's it. really weird though because it's perspective. Because some people say the grass is being slow. Rafa says it's playing exactly like every other grass, which you know I don't know what that means. It's slow. Well, we know they slowed it down for him, so it's perfect for him. He doesn't right. want to shake the boat. I mean, so I guess he can't out loud say that anything about the grass has changed. But for people, I think most of the, I think the consensus is that it's playing very slowly. Yeah, and it doesn't allow um it doesn't allow for variety in the games when people are like, oh my god, I don't see so like you can't what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think you know, like why are you gonna play Sylvan Volley on a code where the code is really slow? Like it doesn't just, make sense. I don't think out. any there's no one oh wait, you know what? Can I just say something? I've lost sight of something. What? Did Feliciano Lopez win his match? No. <laughs> okay, no, he he's gone. And you look, um, Misha I mean, he won a couple, but then the last didn't. time Misha Zara oh, did really RBA. well on a tournament um, at the major was the Australian Open, and guess what? That court was fast, right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. can work game. on that. I don't understand it's why players are not insisting on, like, you know, if we run different surfaces, it, it should play differently. There's no okay. point. Okay, can we just say, let me just, we can segue really nicely from that. You're saying that players need to insist on things. Before we get even into the tennis, what have we learned that players cannot do? They can't insist on anything. Not They're- a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> players have no hands, okay? Players have no hands. Nothing is happening. They I have mean, no hands, no voice, no nothing. And yeah. when they try to have one, they get shut the fuck down, and then they just quit. <laughs> so, so I mean, listen, I, someone asked us to talk about that, and I guess let's just segue into that quickly and then go back to the tennis. Yes, I, let's talk about it. I mean... Basically, before the start of the tournament, they had a vote for the position that Justin Gimbalsab left, right? Mm-hmm. And the person who was voted in, when I heard his name, everyone said that he was Justin Gimbalsab's proxy, which basically meant that he was just he was Justin's inside guy. Yeah, he's a figurehead. He's, he's a figurehead. He's Justin, but you can't have Justin, so you have a body. But right. the person behind the scenes is this guy. So when he was introduced, that was when they still had a full group of 12 people. 
and they whittled it down to him. What's his name? And Nicholas Lapenti. Right. Right. And the group went with just the Justin stand-in. And then out of that vote, after that vote, which apparently went on for seven plus hours at a meeting, let me tell you something. Man, I would love to be a fly on the wall. Let me tell you something. That. I don't know what you could be doing in a board meeting that's making it go seven hours. Seven what are people saying? Hours. What are people saying? Man, they were fighting. No. They had fighting, to be fighting. They had, so, they might have had like, oh, shit, I don't know. They were wobbling. <laughs> they were sliding. Let me hear Typically, men do this thing. They have to <laughs> shouting, carrying on, whatever. Someone say, calm down, cool out, pull you to the side. They have a side meeting. You go back, do it all over again, come back, do it all over again, etc. But I think players, the players who left, had already suspected that this. So was who happening. has left? Who has left? Um, who the players who Who's left? Who? Um, um, what's his name? Oh my Jamie God, Murray. Jamie, Jamie Murray. Jamie Murray. Robin Hassa. Murray Hassa. Um, Stokowski. Stokowski and Pospisil. And Pospisil all resigned their positions all from the player council. Player council. And remember, these are player council representing a particular group within the most of the most of the men are representing singles player, but there's a one to 20 representative, which is typically Nole. Um, and then you walk your way down and then you have someone for everyone else and two people representing them, them doubles. But okay, so the person was Weller Evans. It was Nicholas right. Penty and Weller Evans, Evans and they chose Weller Evans. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a vote. I don't know if it, they voted out the board voted for Weller Evans. It wasn't the players council who picked the person. It was the board who get to pick. And I think that is the distinction people need to understand, which was what I've always found surprising. The player council puts a representative on the ATP board. The player council don't make a direct appeal to the ATP board, which I think is the major problem, but you know, it goes yeah, on. Because you're like still a stand-in. You're still right. a stand-in, right? You have, you have someone else being your mouthpiece. Like every time someone else is carrying the message for you, you, the message get lost, right? Pieces of the message get lost. If you're not making a direct appeal, if I got to talk to a secretary to talk to the man behind the door, I'm wasting my time. But what I also thought was interesting is when everyone was celebrating that, you know, Justin Gimmesam have resigned, I said, here is the problem with that. It isn't Justin, Justin Gimmesam wasn't forced to resign, nor was he punished by the ATP board. It's all they bad. let him walk away, which is, which, which, which I said, that is now that's a hollow victory because Justin Gimmesom just gets to go behind the scenes and do exactly what he wanted to do. Like the man in Indian Wells. Like the man in Indian Pell, Roger, Ray, Ray Moore, or Raymond Moore, whatever right. his name is. Yeah. Roy Moore, whatever his name is. They basically and, just put Tommy Haas as a figurehead in the face. Exactly. Right. But, I, but I never got the sense and, that anything had been changed and what do you have? behind the scenes. Yeah. Alleged champion de jour of plastics and allegedly gay, Kando come out and say, well, we still got to work on, you know, Justin, you know, like, yeah, we can bring Justin back. We not the show. Like, let's see what happens down on the road. What's going to happen down on the road? But he's, he's still going to be a felon. He still has been problematic from the very jump. So the idea was that they just, they had a conversation and basically told Justin, you know, it's just a Twitter warriors out here making a big fuss. You know, let's, let's give them something to appease them. And let's say I'm going to disappear, but you're going to still be behind the scene to work, whatever you want to work. And apparently, as um, Pospisil and Robin Hassa said, we are feeling that we are ineffective. We uh -huh. do not get a say. It feels as if every time we've said something, 
everything that we want. It doesn't seem to have any effect and people keep doing whatever they want to do on the board. And I always have a problem when it's like, yeah, I'm going to like this again, capitalism being its dirty self, when the major when the major contributors of the product is being left out of the conversation, we always going to have this problem. Stop letting the mi- the, the, the minute man, the minor, the minor man in the boardroom decide that I think if the players want to be have much more in control, they're gonna have to stage a bad and walk off. They're gonna. Have but, to I, but I think I think the, I think the perception is kind of often flawed, though. I think the assumption has been, and this is the thing we've talked about. The assumption for my position, and also the other person who left was Danny. Oh yes, Danny. Um, Danny Valverdu. Yeah. Danny Valverdu. So I also really believe that. I think people believe that Justin Justin Gimbasab is pro players which is why they're not going to give him up in this battle. So the assumption is that Justin is on their side has been articulated by players over and over Some again. Players. No, all of them. Aside from the ones that have left, the ones who are quote unquote pro- Listen, I think the perception has been that the people who are remain who have remained on the board are pro players, not pro tournament. That's been the assumption. I thought. And so Justin, they believe Justin puts them in a powerful position against the tournament, which is because they, they don't, they conceive of it as a real conflict. They don't see them as being on the same side. I think the people have left, the people who left perceive it as you could still work together with tournaments to get what you want. I believe the people who remain believe that in some ways the players have to have a more powerful position. So if you're pro player, theoretically you should be in support of this move by them because that's supposed to be what it's that's supposedly the word on the street about Novak, right? That's supposed to be what you're perceiving is that Novak is the pro player president and he's aligned himself with Justin Gimbosaw because Justin Gimbosaw gives him cachet and gives him some access to things that he thinks is going to be necessary for them to push the tournaments to give the players what they want. That's been the assumption. But is Whether that that's reality? true, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I think we have to let our animus against Djokovic put it aside and ask ourselves. I think that the assumption has been, so for me, I'm like, I, I've often assumed that Justin was very much the pro player, which is why they weren't willing to abandon him because he was a criminal. And it's clear that they haven't abandoned him because Justin is in London and talking to Djokovic. And enough so that he put out a press release to stop blaming him for the players choosing to support him. Well, I don't know. Other than it being messy, I don't know where the fuck anybody stands other than that they don't stand together clearly and unless they do probably nothing's going to be done i mean you can't so what is what are they going to do now what happens next you had four people resign as right. the player representative right they have to be replaced, right? to be replaced. so well, how does what does that even look like right when will it happen it will it be an emergency placement will they have like another board like oh we got to vote people in are they going to well, handpick them because it's an emergency situation because sometimes that happens on boards somebody yep. resigns unexpectedly you don't have time to hold a vote so you have a placeholder until it's time for the well, next formal vote so so that's dangerous in itself because let's just say, you know, 
just for the sake of argument, Novak picks people to replace those empty seats who are, he knows ahead of time aligned Where with stand. his, yes, they are in line with his thinking pattern, but we don't, but the problem is the nobody ultimate knows. problem is nobody even knows really what that is. We but don't here. know. We're making assumptions. I mean, I think it's very interesting. I hope it is just bullshit. I really, really hope it's bullshit, but we are hearing publicly that the people who stand with Gimmelstab don't even know all of the facts of what's going on. That's that a lie. I hope it is. I it's really hope it is. It has to be. Form, it but has no to be a lie because, because in May, when they were forced to do the reconsidering, they said that they were going to take that opportunity to, to read the transcripts and that it was after that conversation, which obviously whether they chose to read it or not, right. the transcripts were released then and it was only after the release of the transcript that there was enough public censure and pressure that they had to then drop their support of Justin Gimbelstop. So the that idea that they had read it is that weird doesn't because change. They, were, they said it they were. Correct. But that doesn't change the fact that you have Novak making public statements saying, but he wasn't found guilty of anything. This didn't mm -hmm. really happen, right? Maybe I'm unaware. I mean, it just looks, it's a bad look no matter what. Either he's flat out lying that he doesn't know anything, which is probably the case, he's right? Well, because well, you don't want to sit up in front of all of your peers in the world and say, yes, I am supporting this man who was essentially convicted of a felony, right? You don't want to do that, but you look equally as stupid and, and then ignorant on the way other end of that spectrum. When you go, Oh, I, I, I didn't click the link. That's basically what he I said, mean. Right? But essentially they chose to say that they chose, they, they chose ignorance, supposed ignorance instead of admitting what's really going on, which my assumption is that's okay because the players have said all along that part of the problem for them is that they don't want a lot of things public. And so I don't think we're going to get transparency from the players. I think that's a given. Well, They've already indicated that that's not on the. And and that goes back to um, I probably is making a good point, which, is, which always goes back to where I stand. Like, if you were gonna do anything, y'all need to have a very clear, articulable plan or the list of demands of what it is you want. There is no point bringing this fight to the public, and y'all are just meandering and going on about something. And we're like, when we when one asks questions, that's who. What exactly it is that you want? What exactly is it you're fighting for? You're not saying anything. And I see, and Pablo points out that the ATP is not, it's not an actual cooperation. It is not set up like, like, like a proper organization for like a CEO of like, let's say Apple and all this other thing. So I think ATP, I don't know whether it is a, it is a confluence of when you have too many people in the room or in the arena who are not educated insofar as to say formally educated as to how these things work, can work, or could work for you. Um, and you have players who are not necessarily invested, are willing to invest themselves into doing the hard labor in order to be let it work for them better. But at the end of the day, a lot of this problem is the ATP on making. I know Federer is out here trying to say the ATP is in good hands, the ATP is in good hands. But they just seem to be relying upon whether or not they can produce a product a player product, right? Whether people are going to be want to watch for a player, like exciting, like him and Rafa, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, is that going to be the same thing two years from now? Right. Injury can happen. You know what well, I mean? I you think that I think that that's. I think you're right. I think the challenge for the challenge for me for the ATP is that you have a product that I don't see growing and getting better. 
like well, within in two years from now, you're it's not like on the WTA side where you have breakout stars and you can imagine that the tour is gonna be a little bit like it was in the nineties, where you're gonna have these like massive names that are coming up left and right or what have you. Your biggest names are going to be out of the sport in two years. So whatever move you need to make, it makes sense that you're trying to make it now because I have no idea what that product is gonna look like. The only reason why the ATP should feel even some sense of comfort is just because they're men. Because they're men, their product is going to be valued higher, even if they don't have the ratings, even if they don't have the stars. Just by virtue of their sex, people will say it has more value. They've already mm -hmm. begun to say that, right? So there's a comfort there. But the reality is, who are we checking for on the ATP in two years? Like right. who's, filling, who's filling seats? Right. And not only that, too, can you, because here's the thing that happened back in the day, like 25 years ago. Everyone wanted to play cricket in the Caribbean. All of young men wanted to play cricket because it was this thing for star power, access, and whatever you to me. Then television market grew. People had access to the NBA. That all changed. So all of the athletic taller boys were like, hey, we can get scholarship to American universities. You know, they're doing the same NCAA. We can get star power. We can play um, pro, pro, ball, pro ball in Europe. We can play pro ball in America. We can do a lot of things. Cricket has much more money involved. So even though, guess what? You might think you might have good, but your crop of next generation. And when you have all these infighting and issues within tennis right about now, plus a lot of these younger players are just burnt out and they don't have to win much to make much, right? If you're not working on the back end of the thing, making sure you're keeping fresh people coming in, you might just lose this market and people might turn to another sport altogether. Play it. people, young children, young boys might be like, you know, oh, tennis is not it for me. Their parents might not be wanting to encourage them into tennis, might be staring them to another sport. Who knows? Lacrosse may be right up there with the National Lacrosse League. And we will be watching. Well, pro I mean, I think I think globally, in terms of the research, it, it is true that tennis is a global leader. I think it's like, if not, it's a top five sport globally. You can't judge tennis by the U.S. <laughs> So but I think there's a sense of comfort and presumption around that. But tennis is an expensive. But yeah, I mean that could change. <laughs> so where well, I just think you know what it's confusing. for young every single younger player who even um, I guess just by a straw poll by that um, Noah Rubin's um, behind the racket, it is expensive. It is very difficult to break in, and it's difficult to maintain on this. Many players drop in and out. We don't even aware of. Right. And, and there's a likelihood and also, that and you don't have fresh stars fight. and you don't have fresh stars right. generating interest. Because let's be honest, now that people have seen Coco, you're going to have young girls say they want to be the next Coco. Right. They yeah. want to be somebody who does something that amazing and you'll have a peak of interest because right? that's just how that works. Who are the let's be honest, you have a lot of cock blockers on the ATP tour, old dudes cock blocking all the young guys from making yep. a breakthrough and having their moment in the sun and making you think I want to be this guy. None the person, of the older guys are leaving. The person that's generating the most interest on the ATP, the ATP itself in the tennis media are trying to run him into the ground. And that's Nick Curios. He is the most exciting thing on that side of the tour right now. But no, instead of trying to lift him up and make, let him be the bad boy, you know, like, 
advertise him that way, but instead they want to knock him down, knock him down, knock him down, knock him down. I'm he just is the person to take that seat if they let him. But you know the sad thing? The sad thing about the Nick Curios situation is look at that. Nick Curios is not in the second week. He's the he's an exciting person, but he's not an exciting person for the reasons you want excitement, right? You want excitement because that person's winning. But you know Nick, what? I but, honestly think that if Nick got a little bit more support from the maybe the, the things around him, he might, if he's he, left alone, like he might care some more. And and because we know he can be anybody on any given day. And even Rafa, it was interesting to hear Rafa talk about it because he he said things like when he cares, when he wants to play. We say that all the time. And I think if he got some support from the community that is supposed to be his tennis family, he might. Might care a little bit more, but God damn, can you go to work every day and be beat down, beat down, and told how bad you are for your job and your sport, and you got mental that, health, and right, expect to be money, expect Ooh, to be sh to show up and give it your all every fucking day? That's not happening. You beat people down like that. So I'm, I mean, it's just it's it's just messy. I mean, I just yeah. I mean, I think so. I don't know. We don't really understand where things are going to land. I saw a piece earlier this week that suggested that the ATP was trying to, um, you know, the player council was trying to position themselves to, to be, um, to potentially maybe do a strike or do something, but let's be honest, who on this, who would convince any of the leading stars on the ATP to withdraw from a slam at this point yep. in their career? Is Fed going to give up that shot when he's um, that much closer to the end? Rafa? Nole? Nole as he's, as, will not. As he's securing his legacy. Listen, actually, I'd love it. That would be the ultimate sacrifice. I'm removing myself from the U.S. Open because da 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 da, da. Fine. Then that's really putting your money where your mouth is. That's really putting yourself out the, there. there. But the question is, I don't... Because it's not mandatory. None of the majors are that mandatory to show up. No, but I mean, the question is, the, the idea is that you're leveraging your power, right? You're leveraging your power because you think that fans want to see you. And if you're not there, that will have some serious consequence. But the question is, like, who? how are you going to get other players on board? Now, listen, maybe Nole and these people have been really doing a good job behind the scenes. And they've actually communicated their, uh, their points of view to players. And if they have, that's actually wonderful. But they clearly haven't shared it with fed and they haven't shared it with rafa because they both claim to not know what's really going on maybe this is all the long game if it is a long game listen i want to see the movie when it comes out well i just but we'll see i mean, I mean so it can can we just put out there that you know we did have the opportunity to discuss with a little bit with one of the players that left and what we learned was that this person thinks you know this isn't about so much doing what they think is right. The it's group power. that stayed is being, they're doing what they're being told to do. To do to they're not doing point. what they think they're actually doing. They are doing what they are told. So that is, I mean, that's where the divide is. That's what we're being told by someone who left. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that we're ever going to get the answer well listen as long as they get whatever they're aiming for which believe me i actually do support i think you do want players to have more of the revenue but let me know they're doing the good work to get that information. well we'll see well we'll see i mean it oftentimes these are not things that are going to be broken by journalists but you know listen our dms are always open particularly janina's not mine yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> 
Tell me whatever you want. Tell her whatever you want, or tell Reels whatever you want. Um, for you to see. I but care, I but not say, enough um, to open up my DMs. But no, I mean, I think we'll 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 just have to see. Because actually, you're right. Janina asked the key question: How do you replace the ones that have left? And um, is it two years in the cycle yet? Because usually you have a new vote, right? Two years right. in. So we'll see. Pablo, you're talking about uh, he doesn't have any hunger, any grit in the middle. Listen to me. Who? Uh, Nick is working sure in a hot oh, well, environment. We, we, we're not going to listen. We're not going to get into a hot, we're not going to get into a discussion about Nick's hunger because lots of players have varying different varying levels of hunger and they're still able to thrive and survive in environments. You don't, not everybody needs to be hungry at every at the same level. What you do find though on the ATP side is that they create just an unexciting environment for people. People complain about the ATP tour being just not an interesting place to be. A challenging space to be and there might be a reason why 30 plus year olds are doing better on this tour and than I'm the young saying, kids leon is out here giving federal challenge <laughs> oh, <God>. Le <laughs> but leoni was out here stroking nick so so, so it, I mean, yeah, saying, listen, yeah, exactly. that was that was a nice uh you know chat but we got to go back to the cookout <laughs> well, that was when the adults got into the room and was trying to deal with some serious business, oh. which we can't solve. We can't solve that problem. But you know what, Pablo, you have a you have a point. We are the most exciting player on the tour is Nick Curious, and Nick Curious is not making it to second week. So, what does that say about the state of the men's tour, and what do they need to do? And if this is where the position from which they're leveraging whatever thing they they think they have going they should be very careful because i don't know if let me tell you we might be back to the 90s where the women's tour was carrying the men's tour and everybody forgets that yeah everybody I have to forgets say, you it. know i i think i have to say just you know a point that i've always beat on is that tennis journalists are a tennis messaging campaign the people in the box because i was watching um nick playing thompson mm -hmm. and i wish sam grass had gotten on the fact that you know that um, australia was watching Nick Kyrgios and Thompson instead of watching their number one Ash Body, that is not that is not Serena's fault. But what was funny is that the commentator—I forget who the commentator was—one of ESPN, um, best and though not brightest—he's out there saying Nick should be called for hindrance because Nick is um, grunting when he hits the ball. <laughs> 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 Is what? that the whole point? Is that when people? Are here? I mean, you're just like, but I mean, I mean, what was crazy is that he was completely wrong, right? You don't get penalized unless the opponent is hitting the ball and you're grunting, right? Mm -hmm. Rafa grunts all the time, whatever the case may be. But you're a legit outlet, right? You're ESPN. Casual fans coming on this now has the perception, and you know, even people who are older fans, that Nick is doing something to distract Thompson. Thompson starts grunting, but nobody says a word that the, Thompson then starts grunting then after Nick hits them all and nobody says anything. Right. And I'm just like, what is that? That is crazy. I mean, like, there is no need to, to drag. There are other reasons to drag this kid if you want to drag him, but making shit up and then castigating this kid like he is the very presence of him is a criminality that isn't bringing new people to your sport. And there's this woman at my job and she was going on Nick is an ass or whatever. It's like, Nick is an asshole. Girl, have you seen Djokovic? Have you seen <laughs> Murray? Have you seen Nadal? Like, these people who you chair on, they are not the nicest people on tour. Right. Yeah, the is not or the at nicest least player. on court. Even on court. I, I mean, just... like, BBC can barely w have a singles match with Murray without talking about, pardon? 
Um, he's using profanity, pardon the profanity. I mean, just like, and don't even don't even get if you speak a multitude of European language like Kiki. The amount of other shit players are out there saying uncode full on mic, but nobody's saying anything for. And I'm saying if Nick, hey, Fonini was calling for bombs to be dropped on all of Wimbledon the other day. Okay. Do you know what? I would be too if I was losing like that. That was weird. I'm to a racist no less, right? I'm just like, I just think, really, how how are you packaging the sport? How are you putting this out? I mean, just like, they don't package the sport. The sport's just three guys. Especially on the ATP side. Exactly. No one is really coming out to see Federer, Federer, these top three. They're not always going to come for that. Players are just, people are done with the old sometimes, and they need a compelling match. Nobody is coming to watch a men's final to see Federer Beagle, Triple Beagle somewhere. It's not interesting. You need I don't know to- what you're talking about, Reels. That makes no sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I know you will. I know you're trying to make a point, but they actually do show up to see those three guys. So no, 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 no. no. To- well, not new people, but old people do. Look, you're people. not gonna grow them. I mean, you're not growing the sport. We've seen the numbers, right? If anybody, no one. That's not bringing. That. That's not bringing new people. It's not bringing new people. But they're very. There are lots of people who are very comfortable. But what? Right, yeah, there are people already. who are comfortable, but it's not growing yeah. the sport. It's not gonna get you into new markets. And at some point, the money is gonna run out, right? No one is gonna be giving you more money when it's not going anywhere, right? When we're seeing the same to the people showing up. So I mean that's un- ultimately, ultimately ultimately that's the punchline ATP. I know you all are negotiating for something, but your first trick is to make sure that young players actually win things. So Nole, <laughs> if you really want to support the players, stop winning everything. Same thing for Rafa and same thing for Fed. Let these young kids break through. Let these young kids break through so people start knowing who they are. That's all I'm saying. That's how you're going to generate some excitement. Right, right. You're not interested in Nick Kyrgios, but there are lots of people who will be interested in Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> lots I mean, of we should offer choices of <coughs> any different players out there. Well, because- I mean, and I, I get it, though. I get the, I get people who don't like Nick, you know, because I think at the end of the day, listen, I we, like Nick I don't coach. like Nick and we don't need Nick are not the same statement. Let's exactly. be clear. Hey, but the thing for me is, listen, I like Nick fine, but also, Nick, you need to perform. That kind of, you run your mouth when you perform. They give you license to do that. You have license to attack Rafa because you beat him in that final. But you don't have license to say shit because you couldn't last for more than four sets. That's that's the reality of what's going on too. So yes, I get, I don't need, we don't need, and I think, I mean, I think Bree said this really well. She said, we don't need to talk about how Coco is good for the sport. We don't even ma- need to make the case. It's already there. It's written. She's winning. Right. That that's her goodness is in her action. The same thing needs to be said for Nick. Like I know that you can talk the talk, but you ain't walking the walk either. So you do need to do that too. Um, it can't just be you running your mouth. Listen, I love you trashing Rafa because listen, you know how I feel about that. But at uh, the same time, you you trashing Rafa and then beating him in four sets, that's a storyline. You trashing him and then losing in four and punking out, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. You got one day of attention and that was it. That's wow. it. So listen, I don't know. I don't know what the ATP is aiming for, but I tell you what you really need to do is you need to have a new person win Wimbledon for anybody to care. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> and this time around, I don't even want to sacrifice Federer for it. So Mm-mm. maybe we could sacrifice the US Open for you, Nole. 
Ooh. Yep. Do so that. moving on. So <laughs> what do we have to talk about? Well, ATP has decided we're still gonna be. We can't find out who is match fix. Tony, wait a minute. Tony has to go home. Tony, you are disinvited from the cookout. Get the what fuck did out. Tony, say? Tony said, Tony? "Here comes Milos. Get just get out. <laughs> get the fuck out." Let me see. Well, let me let me let's go back to it. Who's the new? Let's just finish out. Let's finish out the 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 men's stuff because I think it's the less interesting yeah. of the one that's done. And then we can get back into the women's. Um, so who's left? Let's so return. I am a little bit disappointed in myself because uh -huh. I actually wrote on my, you know, day one draw next to Query's name that he thinks he can play spades. And this motherfucker <laughs> can play. Here he is. Here he is. He is at the table. He is collecting books and taking fucking names. And he's throwing his cards down. And I knew better. I knew better. I looked at this draw. And the only reason I didn't pick oh, Query, the only God. reason... The only reason I didn't pick him from the beginning is because he's coming off of an injury. That's the only reason. Otherwise, I know better. <laughs> and here this motherfucker is. You know what's funny? <laughs> so I had, uh, I put Sam Query. I had Gilles Simone, which should have happened. But, you know, um, mm -hmm. Gilles Simone had other interests, like at that US Open 2014. Um, never trust Gilles Simone. Wait. Rainich is still in the draw. What the yes, heck? yes. Ugh. My draw is so jacked up that I had to reprint it because yeah. it's like I it's like I left the cookout that I started with last week, <laughs> and I'm at a completely different party now. It's funny, I had Berrettini in the round of sixteen, but they switched the draw around because he was he was supposed to play um, Kate in their fourth round, but now he's playing Federer because somebody pulled out last minute and they had to. Switch up, yeah. The they draw. have to switch it up. Yeah, that part of the draw was but I up. got Federer right, I got Berrettini now doing that in the right space. I had key, I put Borna in there, which I should have known better. Yeah, Borna is the one that withdrew that through, yeah, that whole section. Borna, oh, right before start of play with the injury. Okay, yeah, okay. I thought he lost, you know, I'm never no, he didn't lose, player. he withdrew, he never played. Okay, Sucker. I had Nick in the fourth round, but Diva Dallas is there. And I had Dan Evans, who was so close. The only people I got right out of both sides of the draw, period, are Novak and Federer. That's it. Really? I had Query. <laughs> That's, <it. wrong> too. <laughs> That's why I had to leave the party. <laughs> gotta go get ice you know. we gotta go I, my draw, ice. like i sat down oh, to look at my draw god. i usually can just make some notes scratch a couple things out i was like oh my god i completely got everything wrong in the men and the women <laughs> well uh, no, the, the men's draw was kind of savage for me i mean but, i feel like i gotta um, go take a seat at the kids table i don't deserve okay. to be here you really don't. Can we talk about no, but can we talk about who doesn't even really deserve to be here, even though we made him the grill master? Yeah. Listen, Sangha. How the hell are you getting a straight set beat down on grass? Yeah. At Sangha against Rafa. And he looked so I, good I doing it, didn't he? <laughs> that kit was trophy worthy. And he fucked it all up. I mean, if we want to talk about the state of the ATP, listen, I know people were really savage to Sangha in that um in that press conference, and it's very sad. But let's be honest, these are disappointing players. This is your surface. This should have been a much more competitive match than that one. Oh my god, it was pathetic. I thought, but okay, you, this is gonna no be good. Sangha at least gets a set. Money, right? Sangha what? No one what? 
No one's talking about Sangha should be losing his money for not enough. Okay, effort. okay, Reels. Okay, get off his feet with the money. All right, I got you. <laughs> I know, I know. We should, we, we're definitely going to come back to that. But no, you're right. I mean, I just, I feel a little bit embarrassed for that. And by the way, his smile at the end of, and the smile at the end. Literally, I saw Sangha smiling at the end of the match. I didn't see it. I just saw the um the footage. And I was like, oh, Sangha must have won. Because that smile is the is smile that of a man. match fixing looks like? Fuck your He was a little bit too happy to take that ass kicking, right? <laughs> Never been seen somebody so happy. I mean, I thought that was going to be a competitive match. I really did. I did too. I was like, Sangha, grass. Why not? Why not go for it? How many chances do you think he has? How many more? I mean, none. That was chances? probably it. <sighs> dear Lord, dear Lord. And Chillage out with a whimper. What was that mess? <laughs> I mean, Chillage, come on. I Can thought for sure he was a shoo-in to Can the second week. You Federites, he's in a round. It's This is Federate side of the draw. Chillage was going to get yeah. his ass. Yeah. He's going to defense. Federate was too far away. He was too far away. Okay. <laughs> Federate needed to be close, like in the round of 16. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk bare knuckles. How is Federer getting through Berrettini, and is that something we should worry about? We're not going to worry about that. Federer will be fine. At this oh. point, Federer has a walkthrough to the fucking final. Yo, oh, you my think God. So? You yes. Think so. I don't think so. Oh, my God. Watch. Listen, Watch what listen, I tell you. Know you. What? you know what? You know what I'm telling you? You only got two right, so I know you ain't telling me. <laughs> <laughs> and Federer was one of them. God damn it. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you can't tell me you right. got Federer Dole, right? Federer is fine. Federer will be fine. Let me do you thing. So Federer yesterday against Luca Pui. I feel bad for the Frenchman. I, I think tennis inside out, she says, have this theory that the French has one brain and they try to share it between all of them. Wasn't there only one French player playing? Well, I mean... Because she said Sangha messed it up, right? Sangha had messed up the brain for Luca. He, he didn't use any of it, so I don't know so, why. He I liken it to like a relay, and you know, like they're trying to pass the baton, and there's that awkward exchange zone where it's all problematic. So Luca came out there, and Luca looked like, you know, I said, you're not going to snatch this from me easily. But you know, that thing happens. I think, you know, you're on center court, it's Federer. And then Federer makes some shots, right? You know that thing yeah. that Sega mentioned. Yeah, when yeah. you come out and center court and you hear the high rank player is always walked out for us, right? I didn't know that's mm -hmm. how it worked. Mm -hmm. So Roger Federer, the whole stadium goes, hey, Luca Pui. <laughs> Nothing. Crickets. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just this box, this Emily in the box clapping for him. It really changes the dynamic. I was surprised to even see her. I was like, who's she coaching now? I didn't even she know. She's coaching him. It's She's clearly. coaching him for a year. Not really yeah. well. But the thing about it's it, it's very well. clear <laughs> that he could play. He but can. there were just several shots where Federer just did something. You just like, how the fuck? Like, this is a setup. This is a complete setup. I mean, Federer's like all the way in the back of the court, doubles alley, like way behind it. And Federer hits a backhand pass and shot. Like, it's just like, it goes over the net in the box. And it's just like, And that no. person's already distracted two points later. Exactly. <laughs> that shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and here's the thing. In the first set, Luca Pui had break point. Break point, he was feeling himself. Federer snatches it away with a good serve. Gets it. Luca Pui's mad. 
<laughs> mad for five straight games. Lost it. <laughs> you got to get you back know, in it. <laughs> Federer, when you play in top players like Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic, you, those break points, they could waste break points as long as they want, right? Because they know I would get it back. At some point, whether I'd be able to go first, but, but not great <laughs> points against them. Yeah, it is the problem. Like you have to take those opportunities, and that really killed his spirit. You know what I mean? And then he had to come up with. You had to imagine in his mind, like I have to come up with like really, really, really great shots. I need luck on my side. And then you need more. Yeah. And then you need more. And then it doesn't happen, top. right? You yeah. need a dip in their level. But Federer was determined. He played pretty well. But you know, like he's been very dicey in certain lot of stages. Mm -hmm. that he had, you know? mm -hmm. But Federer will be fine. All right, All right, Nina. Um, but you know what's interesting <laughs> is you, this is how I feel about the auntie at the cookout who gets everything wrong. Um, <laughs> no. um, but for this side of the draw, I admit I must say that there is someone looming in Rafa's draw that actually can play Rafa. Query. Yes, he can. Query can knock him the fuck out. Easy peasy lemon squeezy bitches. And, and you know who else? You know, it listen, we don't like to talk about him. We don't like him. But if Sangren gets through that match and he plays Rafa, he's playing really, really well to get through Query. I mean, clearly he's playing well to get this far, but that won't when no, Rafa gets not. to the quarterfinal, though, either one of those are not gonna be, I don't think, super easy for him. Wait up. So you mean to tell me it's going to be between Rafa and a Nazi? How am I going to yes. make those choices? Ah, I mean. <laughs> You're going to pray for stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying, I am praying for food poison for both players. I'm just kidding. No, They're looking at tennis anger and funny and just like, what am I supposed to do in this situation? Like, oh my! Well, I mean, I definitely want Query because Query's um, Query's um, Query will handle the moment better. He's got yeah, some wins under so. his belt. He will really yeah, believe that he stronger. can win. Sangra might just be grateful to be there. Listen, and I'm just grateful that we don't have to watch it. Query I think they put. Does he still have that porn stash? Before, right? No, that's is it. Query. This Query, Query has made the semis or quarters before in the past. Sam but Query. Maybe before two thousand. I think when when he beat Nole. He he did a, he had a nice run. Yeah. So actually, Query can handle this moment. This is a good this is a good draw. Query will for him. be fine. Query will I mean, be I'm fine. I'm not I'm not worried. The problem I is expect I him really to come wanna, through there. I don't really want to see oh, Query It's not going to do anything to Nadal because he's probably already exhausted from the five set match. Yeah, Susa, I think he's going to get three sets. Straight I sets. mean, he might hit four games. He and, he and um, that match, it was a good match between him and Dan Evans. It was very good. Dan it Evans was, is actually a very nice all-court player on grass. He's also I thought he had him. wonderful Well, shots. not good enough, huh? And an yeah, I mean, just barely. I mean, listen. <laughs> listen. I mean, listen. We're going to have to just assume that they're assholes from the get and then just move on. Like, okay. that's our Fair baseline. That's our baseline. You don't get no ribs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're a friend of a friend. But let me tell you something. This match literally came down to one point. And the it point did. was match point. <laughs> it was only match point. No, no, no. You know what? No, because no. you know what? It was 167 to 160. I know, points. but you know what, though? Um, Evans let the match get away from him because he was up a break. Well, um, I think they both let the match get away because they've been up in break. The match should have been... Either one of them had opportunity to take the match in four. In four. Yeah. No, four. but it was it was very it looked like a very exciting it was compelling for both of them. And very they were trying compelling. to manage the moment. Mm -hmm. And um, I think they were basically 
they really had to pull in and be stay focused in it. And it was because, honest to God, I don't like Dan Evans. I don't know how that ball didn't go over on match point. I don't know. I <laughs> Because the world because, didn't like him either. So exactly. There you go. I mean, he did everything perfect. The, no, I, also, I, it was the ball looked though. like it was gonna go, and then it was just like nope. <laughs> but it was and historic, then, like, Pico, right? That's a historic thing. Is that the first Portuguese yeah, guy to ever make it to like oh quarters? Yeah, I mean, to make it fourth round. Fourth round. Wow. Second week. Major, that's amazing. Did. That's fantastic oh. for him. And he's and he's now sexy Susak because he looks very good. Well, they're both of no, I think the one in Brazil is not so cute, but hey, he's Brazilian. Well, this one is this oh, one is Jesus. Um, and, and, uh, and on the other side of the draw, Verdasco, y'all. Hey, hey. what's going on here? I mean, he's you know, he's he, who has he played? He's he's I mean, no, he's gotten through some good ones. The Fabiano match, <laughs> I mean, well, not really. Edmund, yeah, because in the fourth round, I'm far the- more surprised by your pity, pretty pay. My pretty pay, listen, listen, I expected pretty pay to do this at Roland Garros. I didn't expect this motherfucker to come up here and grab he was saving it just for you, Andrew. <laughs> like, you. Him. He's like, I want my piece of love to come see me play. Yes. Yes, but you know what? Now he has to play Milos. It's like ugly tennis, right there. Well, <laughs> but okay, let's let's react to somebody, dudes. What happened to Stan? This is Stan shot. Um, so Stan, <laughs> I think every oh god, Stan. Whew. That was a hot fucking mess. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't understand what happened. I I don't have any words other than clearly his mind is somewhere else because he's asking for dating advice on Twitter. Um, so he ain't asking for dating advice. You know what Stan is doing? Stan is advertising. That's all he's doing. He's grooming somebody. A lot of your little girls. With our company, social media keeps wandering. Really watching. Like I mean, I, I, I already, I already know that she's not his type, but just make sure Coco's mom hangs around. Yeah. Um, oh shit! <laughs> no, but maybe he yeah. is going to try some different. He is that right age? Time. She is that age. Stop it! No, no, she's American. She's too. She's illegal. Let's Stop it! Um, you know, yeah. The reason why there's an age eligibility rule on Pablo, WCA. cut it out. I mean, but just let me just say though, how desperate is that? I don't find it sexy at all that he's. Doing. Um, listen, I don't want to talk about it. It was weird. It was <laughs> fucking weird. There. But you know, he's already slid in somebody's DM, so we'll be we'll figure that out later. But I actually think GoFam versus would let us know. GoFam versus Redaska is going to be great. Um, you saw it, Pablo. <laughs> yeah, I think it's too much. Maya, what's wrong with you? You know who gave you all Maya? What if you want all of the ATP relationship gossip, check out Dima. Dima knows everybody's business. I don't know how, but, <laughs> Dima is, but you know, it's Dima. But ironically, though, ironically, at because now because somebody didn't know, I was like, Yeah, honey, I think Donna broke up. But did you notice that at Donna's birthday party, um, Nick's ex-girlfriend was there? She was the only one. So oddly enough, I guess that relationship sustained all the mess. All righty, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. God. Anyway, I won't say anything on that subject. Pablo have seen naked. Oh, okay, Pablo. All right. Wait, who's who's seen what naked? Pablo is such a whore today. Move on. What did he? What did he say? Not really today. Pablo is always a whore. Let's be clear. Nobody. Oh, we have seen Stan naked because he did the naked issue. Um, it's okay. 
Uh, our beer versus Benoit Pierre. Look at Benoit being the strongest Frenchman. Him. Doing oh. so well for himself. You know what? He might make a nice little run up in here. Yeah, he can actually get to the semis. Yes, he could get up in there. If Pear plays well, I get I take a pair versus Pear match. I mean, they're probably gonna put it out on court too, but okay. listen. You know Benoit Pear better win that match. Somebody's looking. We're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> uh, you know, this kid, um, Omber, mm -hmm. I mean, he looked like he will fight you in the streets, would drag you from a bar, and I like that. Who is that. this? Who? The, the guy who's playing Novak. Who go? Who um, go Omber? Oh, I don't know who this really, is. Really, really. Who is this? Um, he was playing men's doubles um, with Andy. Um... He was playing against. I forget he was. I think he was playing doubles somewhere, and he was out there like, "I don't give a shit. I'm out here trying to win this match." And I like that kind of attitude because you know you don't usually see grit and determination from Frenchies, right? They're just like, "I'm happy to be out here. I'm having a good time." Hey, what, crowd. You're, what, you're, what you're trying to say is he has his own brain. Well, for now, because mm -hmm. we said that about Luca, right? We we had said that about Luca was being on French for a little while. Luca came for a while. For a while. Luca was I don't know. on French. Do you think Luca is ever going to get to that level like he did where he almost beat Rafa at the U.S. Open? I suspect. Really not. He did beat Rafa right. at the U.S. Open. No, he didn't. No, he did didn't. He, he came so close. Did he do it? I don't remember he him doing it. He, he did? did. Oh, oh, guess what? Yeah, I totally forgot. Um, That's weird. Um, <laughs> oh, it was, um, it was Dominique team that didn't do it. Um, So we now, let's leave the men. So what we have for... Our quarterfinals. What do we say? Is that what we want to say? Because we won't be back until Sunday. All right. So we got what do you got? Oh, we're taking. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with the safe bet and say Federer. I mean it's, <laughs> it's the only one I would accept. I would accept a Federer, I would accept a Benoit Pedro that is me on crack. And <laughs> a or RBA, anybody except the racist. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say we're gonna you have what, a Nando. I'm here for Nando too. Uh, I think we're gonna have a we're gonna have a Nole, we're gonna have a Nole versus Sam Query final. <laughs> oh my god, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that crap. No. <laughs> um, Andre needs to be switched to ginger ale, please. She's drinking too much right about now. We need to switch Andre's drink. I'm giving you the ugliest final you could possibly put, and there you go. Oh my god, that's a final I will not watch. I'm letting you know I'm, that. I'm sure you're not gonna, but you're gonna be forced to. So there you go. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, let me tell you something. I've seen a little bit of Federer. He's felt a. I felt nervous for Federer here, so I I feel he's a little suspect somewhere. He's and I always like suspect. Somehow. Um, but you know, listen, that's because Fed ain't cock blocking anybody, okay? Fed's giving you all plenty of chances to beat him. Someone will need to update the relationship standings weekly. Pablo mm. can get that job and he can tell us how everyone looks yeah. naked because he's such a whore. Well, the problem See, is we, we, don't, we don't have enough people dating each other on the tour for that news. They're all dating each other. We just don't hear about it. Oh, I need that known. <laughs> that needs to be a subtext. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so before oh we enter... All these fit bodies running around the place, why would they want to be doing each other? Listen, I, I mean, it's like an Epstein affair, I guess. But oh, let's... No. Um, I know, not a good one. It's all legal. Um, <laughs> let's make it all legal. all legal 
Um, so before we had before we transition into the women's draw, what um the exciting thing that seems to be happening is Andy Murray um and Serena Williams mixed doubles. What do you all think? I have feelings about it, but I'm gonna try not to be negative. So you all go because I'm sure you have wonderful things to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think Andy knows how to pick a partner. Well done. Um who who I, he had to he had to align him with himself with someone who's going to give him a shot at at least winning some matches. I don't think anybody expects them to win it all. Uh but you know, hey, he got two of the best double players around. Airbear and Serena. Oh, they're out at the men's double. Just they're so you know. out, but I mean, clearly he's like. Wait, 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 wait! They lost the men's double. They lost. Yes, yes they, they lost. The second round? Because they were the first. <laughs> there Listen, is a problem with Air Bear. Is this is the consistent person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably should have asked Nico to play, not Air Bear. No, however, well, Nico, remember Air Bear? I think he hurt himself and he was nervous to pull out. So yeah. I don't think he was at, actually at 100% for Andy, which I guess is probably not a big deal. But, you know, I didn't know they had lost already. I thought they'd, I, yeah, I they had. Yeah, they lost. Round they lost the round two. That guy, Umber? No, they, they lost the second round, right? Because yeah, they, they won the first. The round. That's why okay. I remember Umber and Kapil played in the first oh, round. Oh, that's good. Okay. But yeah. I think the problem is, it's not, it's not that Pei Yugi is not a good player, but he can't be the solid dude. <laughs> the solid one. And Andy... When I looked at the stats, Andy hadn't played doubles at Wimbledon since 2005, <laughs> okay? Andy was busy trying to win that single. 14 years ago. I guess <laughs> how far he got to. The first round? Like, <laughs> okay, I have a thing. I have a pet peeve. I don't like their nickname. What is it? Sir Andy. What is that? Oh, Serena it's Andy, S-E-R. Is it S-E-R Andy? Yeah, so it's like basically you're saying Sir Andy. Well, I don't like it. It's like I, it's, it's basically fine. Andy. I it don't is. like it. I don't really give stop. a fuck. Stop. stop. Stop with that. Where people stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't like it. You know what? I, I, I tell I, you? you know, I, have a, I have a pet peeve about it. Nickname because Coco is already a nickname, okay? She just has a nickname, you. yeah. We can um, just with Coco. Okay. Only Coco we acknowledge, okay? That's it. What's her nickname? What's the nickname they want to give? Um, I think I forgot what. Oh, you uh, know, Brad was going on about some shit. Yeah. Oh, we don't need another kid nickname. She already no. has a good one. She's chosen it for you, Brad. Let her have it. Yeah. Um, so how did you all like the mixed doubles? It seemed to have given people a lot of joy. Um, I mean, I didn't see play? it. So oh, you I didn't? Know. No, I didn't. Mm. I'm happy to... that they won. I hope to see them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I like... I like Serena playing doubles. I don't give a fuck about Andy playing doubles. I'm not really, in, I don't care about his comeback in doubles. If he's going to come back and make it on the tour, it's going to be in singles. Well, if, that ain't happening. Exactly. And if, if his comeback right. is going to be for a doubles career, I mean, you know, then it sounds ugly. Nobody wants to say it out loud, but that's not really a comeback. So oh I just, it's true. Listen, he, listen, we've been moving the bar for Andy since day one. Andy is the best. Well, I'm not, I'm not moving. He is a Grand Slam champion, a two time Olympic gold champion. You have a major hip surgery. You come back, you play doubles. That's not a comeback, buddy. Sorry, you didn't come back to the level that you left. And he probably never will. I'm fine with that, but I'm not going to pretend like it's a bigger deal than it is. You want to stay on tour and play doubles? Have a great time. I'm far more interested in watching Serena play doubles than him. Period. All righty then. 
Okay. I mean, you said it well. I just, you know, I just wanted you to say mm -mm, it. I'm, I'm gonna. gonna I'm gonna take the fifth. Pablo, can you tell us what is um, Murray's rare? Apparently, it's a rare moment of hypocrisy. I thought what I thought was interesting that no one talked about it. Like you basically had the 2012 Olympic gold medalist on the court at the same place, right? Wimbledon, they won it. I thought that would have been a bigger deal for people. One of the things that people would have highlight, but I didn't hear anything about that. Highlight about what? That they're both 2012 at Wimbledon gold medalists. Honey, nobody cares. The storyline is Andy. You know what's, I mean, okay, my biggest pet about peeve about tweet? this pairing is that Andy Murray is is simply here to validate people's experiences of Serena. They're giving her access. He's going to give them access to her, even though she's already had a brilliant career. We're going to have Andy Murray interpret Serena for the public so that oh. they can stoom her. I hate it, but I that's mean, what it I is. Gonna try to begin, you know how I, I can't hang. I can't hang. This is my biggest pet peeve with Andy Murray is that he's allowed oh. to be an interpreter of experiences for other people. Particularly women. Andy, I they, they're going to ask Andy about women's issues and have the women there and completely don't even ask her anything. I can't deal. Ugh. It drives me nuts. Um, and but you know what? That's not his fault. And it's, people it's not his fault. That this woman at my job, you see, I'm surrounded by a lot of Nadal fans, so that tells you pretty much what I work with, right? And it's just oh like God, Andy Murray God. always gives so Serena wrong. her prop. Serena don't need props from Andy Murray. Andy Murray need props from Serena. <laughs> I do not understand this. Serena no, I was thinking about it too. Think about from that, Andy Murray. I think like I my thing about this this is and this is a total pet peeve because listen I know it's bringing everybody joy blah 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 woo 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 woo, woo good whatever but there's no way Andy Murray would change his ability to win singles if the positions were in reverse. Why is she carrying this man through his recovery? When she should be focused on getting those last couple slams y'all want. She needs more match play. And that's why she's doing this. This ain't about Andy and having the opportunity to play with him. Serena's playing mixed doubles for selfish reasons. And I'm Good. fine with it. Good. Mm. That better be it. I like that motivation better than anything else. No. and Listen, if she needs the match play, she needs it. She knows that she needs it. She needs it. So that's why she's playing. She's not playing for an opportunity. She doesn't need an opportunity to play with anybody. If she was playing because she wanted to win, she'd be playing with Venus. <laughs> You're so salty. By the way, Venus is still in it with TFO. I'm excited. Yes, about that. I did. And I mean, look. And how long is that shit going to last? Francis, because TFO Francis, can't play doubles. Francis, you know you're on thin ice with me, yeah? Let me just put it out there, Francis. We're all with black people, but you know, Francis. Oh, my God. What is Terrence talking about? Serena needs matches and wants the PR. Serena don't want no fucking PR. Get out of here with that shit. I am not in the mood for that mess. <laughs> well, you but know, what, say, but, it is very, but it is very good PR. Because she doesn't nothing. need that. Listen, it, she doesn't need it, but it's very helpful. I've never heard people be so wonderful and celebratory of, of Serena. Of course not. Put her up next caring. to the British royalty of tennis. The feminist de jour, right? Whatever. I mean, we got Betty Friedan up in Andy oh Murray. Oh, my God. It I mean, is, but Terrence, Terrence is right. It's pure positive press because there's nothing I'm better. I'm not for, even sure Andy Murray gets a rib, Okay. No, but you know what it is? <laughs> you know what I'm there's saying? Not, there's nothing better. Listen, there's nothing better than having a Bagger Vance moment, which is what these people want Serena to do. So I'm just hoping you take this man as far as you can. When you get enough match play, you drop him off and move on and play your own matches. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh I, don't need this, I don't need this narrative in my tennis watching. Um, Y'all are crazy. I know. I'm just, you know, I'm just salty like that. 
Um, but oh. no, if it was Venus, I'd be happy because Venus is out of singles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Andy didn't worry about being. You see what I'm talking about? Andy doesn't have a seat, girl. And the thing about it, just like, you know, and Jamie already told us a real tea, right? Jamie now already knows. You see, you see? sometimes we just we, do, we don't check with family. Jamie said, Boo, I'm not playing with you because I want to win. Hello. <laughs> and, then, and then the world said, and then he loses. You're going to sorry, fucking dickhead. <laughs> but Jamie is in mixed doubles, though, and he's still going forward, and he's. He's a hot combination with his other player. So oh, be, best, best, be, best, best. You know, I think he's playing with Bethany. Yeah. Um, so Bethany talk to me. Um, um, don't, don't fuck up Venus, okay? Don't be don't be Rajiv Ram, okay? Rajiv right, Ram. right. <laughs> Chad, you better call your boy. Chad, you better get your boys together, okay? Get, get them together. All right. Um, one, are we going to talk about the women's side of the draw? We got to go to the women because listen, we started with the women, the only one that mattered. No, I'm just kidding. Right. We started with the women and we came back to the women's draw. Um, the women's draw, look, I, I, I'm, I'm okay. You. First of you know, all, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Janina. I don't understand why people are so fucking surprised that Sloan lost to Kanta because again, again there <laughs> are right. certain matchups that are just bad. For players, this is one of them. Kanta has Sloan's number. She's got it. Sloan is going to have to go out there and do something different. No, Sloan's got to go out there and do what she was doing in the beginning and keep doing that. But That's she what keeps losing to Kanta, and so clearly there's something there. She's she's got her number. She's got to change to something. I had to, and all of the matches. It. It's weird. I don't get it. I don't get what? it either, but it is what it is. Well, you so see that I, I'm just, I'm surprised that so many people are surprised. Sloan hasn't beaten her in quite some time. In the last time she played this year. She um, hasn't beaten her this year. No, that's, they've the played all, that's the only time they've ever played this oh, year. Oh, so it's for nothing? Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah it's for nothing. I, I, think, I, I think yesterday when she was playing, she was definitely started out the match very well. You know what? She was, you know, calling on and the errors, you know, being consistent, serving up well. And then I think when she missed an opportunity in the second set, beginning set to, to break her, the head to head just came in her mind and she just went, you know, fizzling oh, oh, out. How? Oh, I oh. mean, like she just then I it, it's almost like I mean, people got upset, but it's true what Chrissy said. Chrissy said, you know, like it was almost she just immediately lost confidence. And she just let Kanta just like, you know, Kanta was just like, oh. Kanta okay. fed off the crowd. I think, you know, she let that carry her. And I mean, she's got to have confidence when she walks out on the court against Sloan. And mm, I, I wasn't surprised. I was not surprised. I thought when she took that first set, oh, maybe she's going to do it this time. And then it was like, what? Well, here we go. I'm sad about it. Chokes whenever people think she's gonna. But my thing about it is maybe, maybe, maybe Sven, maybe Sven didn't do his work. Maybe Sven ain't the best person for you to have chosen, Sloan. Ooh, I think she's a player who I think has to be. I mean, she has all of the talent. She's been to the top, you know. Um, and she she's one of those people who's gonna definitely need to play a complete match. You know what I mean? Not get distracted within matches. And I think this is what makes separates the sheep from the goat. Like the top, top players who are very consistent is that they are able to stay within the match. Those things might be distracting. You can definitely, and she didn't finish this match. She gave up that match in the, in the middle of the second it was set. And stupid. then I just got bread sticking in her. I said, Kanta is not that good. She's not. <laughs> you don't know. 
I mean, I can. I mean, like, first of all, every time Conte get up to serve, you must think in your mind, you know what? I can ace it. I can just bang this ball back up. You know what I mean? The serve that's sitting up there. I mean, that that whole mechanics of a serve. Jesus Christ! It's just like, what is that, man? <laughs> but you know, Sloan just like you know, Sloan just like you know, give up. I don't. I don't want to say she give up, but it's just like you know, like well, I don't know if she it. gets into it. But you know, it's problematic. It's not a cute little girl. Not, not, not in these big moments. You're not supposed to let Conta run away with a match like that. I it mean, ain't cute. I Taylor, mean, the only thing we're gonna do is see Conta show up again in like the U.S. Open and do a final, you know, a Grand Slam tour. Oh God! I know that's all you need. But oh, speaking of, um, are we gonna say a prayer, like a sad prayer for who? Coco? For, no, not for uh, Coco. Who? For Townsend? Whew. Oh, oh she my God! God. Okay, Taylor hello. That's what a choke look like. Oh, that's the real choke. Taylor does oh. this all the time. Oh, I feel so for her. I saw that point because I started watching it, and then I had to get into a um a work situation. So I came back and I saw that she won the second, the first set. I was like, yes, what? And then I heard that she was close to winning the second, and I was like, I have to go see that point. And I saw that replay, and I was like, oh my god, she's gonna Man. have nightmares about that. Oh, I am getting to the point with Taylor where I've just yeah. been waiting and waiting and waiting for her to do something that I feel like she's not, it's not happening. Please, I bet she needs, she needs coach. She needs more resources. She needs to get out of coach Young's camp, camp ASAP. Hmm. Listen, again, I guess I'm just here today to say the things that people don't want to say, but why the fuck are you picking a coach who is coaching a player that ain't doing shit? What do you mean? Donald ain't doing shit. That's what she's not trying a to damn say. thing. <laughs> I mean, sometimes he has a nice run, right? Sometimes he has once a every nice, three years. A couple years he'll go on a nice run. That's not know? good enough. That's not good enough. It's not good enough. Do better. Year. I'm not talking about wasting. I'm not here to be talking about wasting time. I think just think she right. needs more resources. She needs more resources. And, more resources. She has had plenty of resources. No, I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't know. I'm. I'm not sure. And and I think she's gonna need more resources and support. And and the unfortunate thing is that I don't know if there's a lot of like, I don't know. It, it the young camp might be a comfortable camp mentally in terms mm-hmm. of like you know I don't know what microaggressions you may have faced on the wider tour and that can be an issue. Sometimes people just don't want to deal with the bullshit every other day. But I mean, like in terms of the tennis, whatever the case, and because the game. I mean, Kiki was exposing. I mean, Kiki just knew after a while, just like she's not gonna, she isn't, she isn't solid. You know what I mean? And there is nervous point here or there. It it always feels when I'm watching Taylor that it's like a hope and a prayer that the ball goes in, the ball goes over. She's never authoritative or assertive. You know, it's not very not because that because if you were so close, she just completely collapsed after that point. Just like I'm just like, oh my god. She it's was gonna be a big still thinking about it. Bree says yeah, but, that Taryn, but Taylor she, gets into the situation all the time. <clears throat> Bree says that uh, Taylor needs Kamal, but what is Kamal doing for her? Please, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he almost got her over the hump. I he almost, almost did. I mean, you know what? Hard. He might just be able to. But maybe I don't Taylor know. I just I feel like she needs him. something new and fresh, and to just kind of move on. And you know what? Sometimes you're with a coach, and they take you as far as you can go, and then you have to move on. Top players do this. Yeah, They're I always just, I adding something fresh eyes or something. I just 
she needs something. But does she have the money to do all of that? That's what I'm talking about. Probably. Recently. Well, you know what? She just she want to. Didn't she want around here? Invest that shit in yourself, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want better for you. I I mean, but you know what? Her, she just can imagine her whole life turning around differently if she had won that match. You know, that's how that that feeling's going. Yeah. Because, yeah. Guess, because guess what? I, because you know what? Because Kiki went out the very next round. Exactly. Kiki, Kiki had no business was, being in there at all. She was dying to lose. And Laura was like, I'll make it easy for you here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, like, I, I just, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like sad. it. I don't I'm like sad it. About that. And I'm also sad about Benchich losing. What the hell? I'm not is sad Allison, about that. Is Allison Risk the last American aside from Coco? And Serena. <laughs> oh well, you know Serena transcends America. <laughs> oh, shit. No, you didn't. I can't with you, Andrew. Get out. You know what? You don't get a rib. She don't get. She don't get a new. She don't get a new citizenship elsewhere. Okay. You don't get a rib. You don't get a play dominoes. You don't get a play You don't even get to bring a foil. Serena is a global S. You see those S's? <laughs> she is. She's a global S. <laughs> She's her own country. That's <laughs> how you Serena stands like to think about Serena. She's her own country. Actually, I like it. Maybe she didn't want her <laughs> so, You know who I'm disappointed in? Oh. Vika. I wanted Oof. her to do oh. well here. Honey, that match was painful oh to watch. Oh my God. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, I felt a, I felt a little bit like Halep exposed Vika finally. <laughs> well, I'm really interested in um, Halep and Coco. Well, the good thing I is Halep expect... doesn't have a serve, but right. she knows how to move. So. She knows how to move. This is the thing. Halep can dial it in on the serve every once in a while. Know, um, yeah. Placement. Yes, she does have a, she's think... not a big server, but the placement is going to be key. And she's going to basically force Coco to hit one more freaking ball. Yes, every time. She, is. she absolutely is. However, I think, um, yes, Pablo, we can talk, Maria. Hold on. Um, oh, yeah. I think that this is going to be interesting because I, I don't expect Coco to win. But I think if she can put up a good fight, that's going to be enough. However, that being said, I'm not surprised either if she does win. I'm not. Um, I need Halep her to always has. Big, I need Halep, her to serve big. She has, she'll, she need to serve big. she'll need to do a lot of things. Everything's yeah. going to have to be good. Because like you said, Halep is a scrambler, and she's going to make her play more than she's had to play yet. I for sure. I know how to finish points. The she's going to have to finish it because Halep will get 10 more balls back than you're used to. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not going to be slices. <laughs> uh, and Pablo said she, he's afraid that Coco will be tired. I, I think that... I just hope she can channel the energy and the excitement of the moment and put everything in there and lay it all out on the table. And if she loses and she does that, I think that's okay. Um, I don't want to see her get beat down. That's what I don't want. I'm If she loses, she loses. You know, this mm -hmm. is your, it's fourth round. Like you have done amazing no matter what happens from here. But I, I really like this. I like this match for her at this point. I like it a lot. lot. You like you can learn a lot from it. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah. And I'm no, and again, I'm not gonna be stunned if somehow she gets that win. I'm not stunned about it because Halep always has one really fucked up match. Hey, maybe this is it. 
We need to focus like he did, right? I'm, I, I don't care if she gets a win like that either. But look, if Coco gets this win, look who's underneath her. Jing and some woman I don't even know. Yes, the Strumman. Yes, Strumman. She might find herself in a fucking semifinal. If she can, I mean, like, seriously, though, guys, if she can get through Halop somehow, Halop's the big she, she, she has a really, one. really, really good shot to get to a semifinal. Really good. Okay, so I need to I ask. And I like that. it. There goes what? your There goes the men's tournament. No one's cared. <laughs> I know, really. I know. Um, so what's the likelihood? It. So let me just let you know. I have tickets for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. What is the likelihood that I'm going to see? What is it? Is it going to be Serena versus Ask Barty? Is that who comes next? Oh Lord! No, Serena Pablo. Carla. No, Serena. no, no. Serena's playing Carla. I see Serena tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. I see her already. So, um, so the the women's quarterfinals. So, where are we at now with this? We got. Do Ash they play Barty. that on Tuesday? I think there are quarterfinals. It's the women's yeah. quarterfinal day. The women's day. It's okay, and you have tickets on what court? I'm a center. Shut the front door, girl. You may have a good day. I might have a good day, you right? Might have Serena and Coco. <laughs> That's again my two days I, in a row. I, you know what? If that happens, you're fired. You all play to the sky. <laughs> pay, play to the pray to the sky that I get a Wait, good round. PSN said it's not the same Serena. What does that mean? Does that she have that some belief? <laughs> she believes that Serena. This is a this is a pluckable Serena. She can win a set. I mean, not the Serena I saw playing Julia Gerges, but then again, Gerges, <clears throat> right? So it's always good to come back and play a pigeon. Um, but well, I actually think Allison Risk has a chance at Barty. To be honest, I think if she Allison does too. Can hold her mental, you know, and she's on code two, so she doesn't have to feel that pressure. Yeah, Allison Risk is someone who often gets overlooked. Um, she's got a good shot there. For good reason. Yeah, I think so. I mean, th that's her surface. Allison Riss versus Barty. That's interesting. Serena versus CSN. Laura mm, Mertens. Okay. Conta versus Petra. Ooh. I mean, I'm gonna ignore Centerport, but um, I just I'm just gonna. Keep Olina is in the second round of a major. Sasha, oh, where yeah. are you, Sasha? Where are you? <laughs> is changing um, things around. Gem Live is here for us today. I mean, Sasha, Zarev, look. Vidalina is going to leave you as her namesake behind. I know. Getting Patrick Patrick. So that's going to be an interesting match for these. I'm, I'm expecting a three-set match out of that one for sure. Mukova. Uh, um Mukova, could you just say Pliskova? I just don't like her. <laughs> well, I, Kopliska. I don't so like can her. we talk about how Kopliska says, you know what? Say? I don't really give a fuck how people look at me. That's not what I'm here for. I know it's not nice, but I'm only worried about myself. Nobody I even, like it. Y'all didn't even know she said that because we, you know, but I don't care. Some shit like that. I love it. I she's a fucking bitch and I love it. But let's let's backtrack a little bit. Let's discuss Miss fucking Maria Sharapova, who can't Aww. do a goddamn thing since she's clean. Aldonium. Can we talk about <laughs> this again? <laughs> well, I think she's trying to make the narrative about she's injured, right? That's I don't give a fuck. I, I mean, know, it, you know it's, why? It's, it's what the commies are doing. They talk about her like she's been yeah. injured forever. I, I was like, I don't think she ever left for the injury. She got clicked by courage to write a whole nice piece in her and be like, people are saying she's a doper, but she's not. I don't know which report Christopher Clary read because, I mean, every single statement of fact was supporting a doper. Right. Except, for that, except for that old man who really likes to 
say everything the opposite of what we say. But I mean, I think that listen, we have to honestly look at that. She has not been able to perform ever since she came back from the doping scandal. That's just the not way it is. At she's all. not citing not here's the thing. She's not citing any internal illness, right? It's not like any heart or any diabetes condition. Well, she's see, this is this is this is how she's dropped the narrative. This is listen, honey. Let me help you with this narrative. <laughs> You had to take meldonium for your heart issues and your other problems. That you, you didn't now, have. but now you can't take it. So that's what you should be leading with. You should not, be leading not with broken bones, yeah, or some should, shit like exactly. that. Exactly. But this is the thing: she came up with a lie for meldonium, and she's not maintaining the lie. You're messing Do up. Do better, girl. Do better. But you better come back and say my heart issues are mm. problematic because I didn't find a replacement for meldonium, and therefore my entire body's on the stress. But the reality is, <laughs> Monica, I mean, Maria should have stood up there and take her beating. Take that bagel. You can't quit at five. Five love, love. Yeah. bitch. Stand there and let her serve at your head if you have to. <laughs> Retire at five love. If you're about to lose. Yeah, yeah be ashamed of yourself. Maria isn't good at telling lies, right? Because oh, clearly, that's on the court, right? And everyone thought it was about Maria, which it wasn't. And she explained this. Oh, but nobody the, cared because you know everybody, everybody cared, right? She, the real she, victim there is obviously Sharapova. Exactly right. She she said, you know, this was about between her and her coach, right? She said, you know, I told my coach, my coach said, if you win, unless anybody who knows Paulina, she loses more than she wins. Exactly right. So the coach knew he wasn't going to see her dancing. <laughs> exactly. You know what? So she danced, but, and Maria was like. So I saw this today, and then I was going to take a nap. I couldn't take a nap, and then I saw this. And then she put a dancing emoji and whatever. Girl, you're supposed to be in a wheelchair, but okay? You know what's That's funny? You know what's funny about that whole situation? Everybody, everybody assumed that that was about Maria. That that little dance was about Maria. And it wasn't nothing but about Maria. And if you, if you would have taken the time to look and learn it, listen, reading is fundamental. We tell you that all the time. The information was right there. It was right there on Twitter. I believe from her and in her a coach. tweet in her coach that said, well, you know, Maria, I had a conversation and I told my coach, if I win this match, I dance. This was a bet between she and her coach. This wasn't about, I beat Maria. This was probably, <laughs> I just need a win, period. You know, but, but but then again, who's I mean, who's who's excited about beating Maria? That's like Nobody, a thing you right. do now. Exactly. She just and, wanted to win. This wasn't about Maria. And and Maria, shame was, on you. Neither it was. Y'all know Kiki set that up. That's why y'all didn't talk about. Calling <laughs> oh that. This is how you beat that bitch, and then this is what you want to do afterwards. That's the real tea. But furthermore. I don't give a shit. She won the match. She can do whatever the fuck she wanted to do. She can do whatever the fuck she I mean, wants. Although, if she danced after beating my fave, I'd be upset. So, my fave should have won. That's what I'm, I'm sorry that Maria is your fave. That's what I'm most sorry about. Exactly. Well, you can't fix that. Maria is everybody's fave. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Somebody just said that on Twitter. They really hope that tennis history remembers this post-doping Maria Sharapova. Let me tell you, they won't if you listen they will to the not. comments. They the will comments, not. Are, the comments are not helping with that narrative. Larry took his New York Times inches <clears throat> and wrote a whole piece about how Maria isn't doping. How we Who have cares? that wrong. Oh, that's fine if she's not doping, but can we talk about her health crisis that led to the doping? This is the thing. I'm giving you an excuse. You need to establish how she's taking care of her heart 
and all of her other issues now that she can't take meldonium. If it wasn't for enhancing her body, then it was for her health. So how is she taking care of listen, her health? I'm concerned I, for her health. Let I, me I, get I, in a listen, press room with I, Maria I, I Sharapova. Need, I need New York Times to do a whole expose about the heart condition that is epidemic in all of Russia. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, I, let, let, me get, let me get in a press room with Maria Sharapova because I will formulate the question in this way. According to your almost abnormal, which means normal EKG results, <laughs> <laughs> you had to take a medication. What have you replaced it with? They have asked her that question. question. No, they have. She they uh, asked her once. Like that. They asked her once, and she balked at the question. I was like, "How are you going to balk at a question that was a legit reason why you're taking a drug?" Yeah. Like, I don't get that. And then I, I will point out the fact that her EKG results were normal to begin with. Well, I mean, listen, I she's pre-diabetic. Uh, listen, none of these mother. We're all fucking pre-diabetic. Exactly. It means That's you ain't got it yet, bitches. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ, waste of waste What of about her magnesium up. deficiency? Look. This is this is singularly the disservice done to Maria's coverage post her return. Is the way you. they the way they talk about her body as if that's the singular reason why they're talking about her shoulder surgery. I was like, chick, the shoulder surgery was a long time ago. A decade oh ago. Oh my god, a ten years. Ago. It was, it was more than ago. ten years by now. The meltdown came after. And she won four major post shoulder surgeries. <laughs> and Pablo is right because let's let's also make something else clear. You can get exemptions for drugs that are banned when they are doing you a true health service. So if this were the case, she would still be on meldonium. She would still be using it. If she was truly taking this to help her body, she would have an exemption. There were headache medicine too. Like there were everything. I'm telling you. I got to go. I'm all fired up. I'm done. I'm no, done. but they need to they need to accurately account for that. That was crap. Um, Sorry, ass motherfuckers. I, 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 from now on, anytime somebody doesn't do something that's right, I'm gonna ask Sam Groth to write about it. Sam, get on that piece. Get on it. Let's let's <laughs> all Thank let's you. all tweet the Sam district. to write about the Maria. All right, who do you got? Who do you got in the end, guys? Let's let's wrap it up. All right. I'm, I'm well, I better I better I better I better erase Kiki B that I have. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So again, I got nothing right. <laughs> nothing. It's always a good bet to put an Asian woman in the in the second week because one of these Chinese ladies always comes through. Nice. Thanks. Thank you very um, much for that, Mister. Um, but you know who I was right about? Merton. Go figure. Mertens, Petra, and Serena. <laughs> I got I got, I got Serena, at least Mertens in there. Yeah. And I had Halop. And uh, that's it. How was the only one I had right on that side of the I had Serena. I had Mertens. And I had Petro. So I guess that side wasn't too bad. On the other side, I don't think I got anybody, you guys. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Oh, I did have Svitolina there. Oh, that's Svitolina. it. I she's the only one. Take that out. <laughs> no, she's the only one I got right on that side of the draw. So again, I went to a different cookout this time. <laughs> so I better erase that. I better erase that semifinal between Sakari and Keys. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. But I didn't even realize she lost. Who'd she lose to? Sakari. Oh. Always lose to herself. No Keys. Oh Keys. Keys. That was a mess. That was a mess. What? Were you surprised about the Caroline Wozniacki loss? That was odd. 
Nope. Uh, I mean, I guess so. I was just thinking it was she just weird in there. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like she just ran out of steam. I felt, um, yeah, I felt like she had a good part of the draw. Yep, it was uh, very she easy. could have come through. And then I checked the scores, and I was like, "What the fuck, Carol?" I don't really care, so I moved on quickly. But I see, I, I see, I see, I see. Him injured Petra is still around. You know how Petra does. Petra's always injured when she wins Wimbledon. By the way, always um, watch out. <laughs> So Petra will be winning this one. Uh, so I'm assuming <laughs> that we are going to have an injured Petra versus. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. So who do you have winning on the women's side? Um, the, the, Coco. I'm going Coco all the way. Uh, um, I think we're gonna get. Um, let me see here. Do I think? I think is it possible to get a Coco Serena final? I'll take that. Let Let's me go see. for it. That's what Let I want. Coco Serena. It's, it's a possibility. You want a Serena Coco final? That's what I want. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what I call want. Up, call up the draw gods because they haven't been serving us well at all. Not at I all. Mean, <laughs> That's because we had a cookout at Wimbledon. The draw gods like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> But we didn't even talk about Angelique Kerber got dismissed and everybody's dragging her game. Look, nobody cares about. We Kerber told y'all Kerber was on fitness, right? It was fitness that was making a difference. Nobody wanted to call it what it is, but mm -hmm. she probably has pneumonia, but she didn't get tested. <laughs> She's not fit. She's just not as fit as she was before. Not as and fit. As she was winning slam. She was fit as fuck. She could I saw Kerber did well last week. I was just like, it guaranteed oh, yeah, that did. she won't do well. Two weeks in a row. Never you did say that. Okay, I'm gonna say <clears throat> that we're gonna have a Conta versus Serena semifinal. Oh God, boring. And I know, and a Copless versus Halep semi. And I think you're gonna have maybe you think a Serena goes out. No, that's the Copless is on a different side. The semis. Okay, who in the semis? Sorry, the semis is um I have Serena versus um Kvitova. No, Serena versus okay, Kanta. Okay. Serena versus Kanta on one side of the you draw. You think Kanta's going to take out Petra? Yeah. Oh. I mean, unless Petra is really not injured. Of course she's not. <laughs> Hello. I keep waiting for that shoulder or arm or whatever it is that's problematic to start making an appearance, but maybe it'll make an appearance in the crowd tomorrow um, mm -hmm. with Kanta against Kanta. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, actually, guys, I actually think there's a sneaking feeling that Coplis has a shot. Yeah, well, I wanted to she, think that, but you know, mm. I think she does. I think Coplis trip over herself. Well, I so. wanted to say that logic. I should say Coplis versus Serena in the finals, mm -hmm. but I can't stand Randy Stubbs, so I will not <laughs> be hoping. <laughs> mm. You can't. You cannot mm. upset yourself because you hate Renee Stubbs. <laughs> I don't like Coplis either, so it's it's a perfect synergy right there. But I am going what to. What I'm talking about? What is La Vie Tangerique Maria? What what is that? What's he wanting to talk about? I don't know. Nobody I knows would what think you mean. That Maria um Klapiskova versus I'm hoping that um Svidalina plays Coco in the semifinals. That's oh, what I'm hoping. Fun, but mm, we did fun. talk about Maria, the tragic Maria. Um we talked about the tragic Maria. We talked about Sam Groth needing to write more essays about things that other people care about. Um we any other news that needs to be finished before we leave? So we um who's 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 winning on the women's side? Put your bet. Coco. Okay. 
I'm gonna say <laughs> Selena. Don't, don't but I'm right me about that for sure. But I hope it's not someone I dislike to win. Like I, I don't, I don't want a Kvitova win. I don't want a Kapliska win. You know, well, let me see luck. who you're I, gonna, I, I, you're I get somebody. I mean, I don't mind Hala, but. I mean, Serena yeah. probably wins. Given who's Serena, left, Coco, Serena probably that's what I'm wins. Here for. Um, Osvidalina, because you know, by Osvidalina is not winning. Mm. Just because she's invited to the cookout doesn't mean we want. Look, she is a she's a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> she let me let, okay. Let me do the same thing I did on the men's side. Let me give you the most unpleasant final ever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jang versus con uh no risk. No. <laughs> no, let me make it even better. Copless versus risk. Oh my god. No, if Copless gets there, people are gonna be excited about that and the potential of her getting her first slam and blah blah blah. No, let's oh wait, does she have one? Did she win? No, she didn't. No, she, let's get let's let's make it Yastremska versus Allison Risk in the final. <laughs> oh my go. god. Listen, those would be the worst that would be the worst rated um slam final ever. I'm what, putting you that make, out there. What, now. What, what people from the Ukraine don't watch tennis? Uh-uh. There aren't enough of them to make the ratings um do anything. Oh, I can't with you. What's wrong with yeah. you? Sergey's from Ukraine. What's wrong with you? People follow <laughs> tennis and uh... <laughs> Sergey's not there. He lost already. <laughs> they don't yeah. even know this person. I mean, anymore. all the Americans will turn into watch Allison Risk. Come on. No, they won't. Oh, okay, okay. They don't even know who she is. All right. Well, on the Coco train, what do everybody think? Who does everybody think is going to win? Tell us who. Everybody in the um they say Serena, mm -hmm. Federer, mm -hmm. Serena. Tony's upset that we even you mentioned anyone Serena other than Serena. Well, I just want Roger Federer to say, I get to dance with Serena, baby. Well, you know, that's lame, but that's what he said one year. <laughs> Did he say that? What a dork. <laughs> Serena and Novak. <laughs> Probably Serena. Did has Serena. I don't. You know what? I'm a little bit nervous about picking Serena. I'm not. I, I'm not fully convinced by. Yeah, her I know what you mean. I know what you mean because Serena has shown that she can get to the final, but she loses her way in the final. Mm, so I'm not sure yeah. yet. You know, there's Serena's good for six matches, but not for seven. Oh, Serena and Gimmelstab. Pablo, you're an ass. You're a mess. Uh, we want to, we, we would love a Coco Serena final because that would just make every, I think the TV would explode. It would explode. <laughs> oh, <my>. Listen, <laughs> Fabio might get his wish if we have an all black American final at Wimbledon. <laughs> I'm just saying. Then someone should really roll up with a barbecue shack. Um, <laughs> if we get a Coco Serena final, oh, I, I can't. You know, we'll just do our next live podcast on Saturday. Fuck Sunday. If Sunday won't even matter, <laughs> I know. Shoot. I am here Listen, for that. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I want that for Coco yet. Oof. I do. <laughs> do something crazy, piss Serena off, and you'll win. Well, no, but you know what? Then she gets to go down in history as someone who beats Serena and Venus for a title. You know, people love that. Right. At her first. <laughs> Serena loves to give people their first title. So I'm just oh saying. Serena's been very generous to Kerber. Very. Kerber, Osaka, <laughs> Sam Stosa, <laughs> Maria. Generous All right, one time. And then Maria well, showed her ass, and she was just like, never. Never, never again. again. <laughs> so we're wrapping it up. Anything else that we forgot to cover? Um, there was nice fashion. 
I thought that um, it's kind of hard to mess up white for the most part, which I what I love about. Well, Kanta has managed to mess it up. What the (laughs) fuck is that shit? I'm actually surprised by the amount of color that has been allowed on the kits this year. Trimming on trimming on trimming. It's weird. Um, Every year. They kind of more they change the rules and they, they give exceptions mm-hmm. because that one year in 2012 they gave you know like oh underwear and then Serena took it all the way and they mm-hmm. were like nope they wouldn't even let Federer have orange bottom shoes okay and now I like, I like Serena's kit did we decide that yes like- Brie we talked about mixed doubles and the unimportance of Andy Murray we did um, <laughs> 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 Did we talk about Bernie losing all his money? I have a problem with that. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I, we'll, I have a problem. We'll let we'll let Reels do the rant. You go. Okay, go. go. You, you've been you've been up for it. Right. I mean, I just think that's just really insane. I mean, just like against um, he lost the Sangha. Sangha's not a bad player, but then how do you get to determine someone isn't trying hard enough? Like, how yeah, does that actually, work? I thought it was interesting to actually have Sangha weigh in. Because Sangha waited and said that that means that you're discounting my effort in that match, which I think is a really interesting right. point. And I think how do I mean it is true? Like how do you know that's essentially they're saying he tanked a match? How can you make that distinction? How do you know that? Like we've been I'm talking about tanking it. for a while, but you can't. You could say someone's tanking, but then if you take their money, you have yeah. to have some proof, right? How do we, how do we determine what? what's tanking and what's joking? How do we how do we make that determination? And do everybody yeah. show up at work feeling one hundred percent every single day? Well, does I mean um, how does, does that have, work? And, and, and to me, does he have the but? Does he have? Regret? And to me, to take all of his money, to take does, all of his money, that's that's just rude and disrespectful. And that's that's. But you know how much me. money it wasn't. That, that's that's more than just. The, I, I, I can't. Well, you know how much money it wasn't. They think money. that he showed up and he didn't do his job and that he didn't play well and he didn't give a full effort, but he still didn't manage to get fined more than Serena did for yelling at someone. Really? But you know what I was thinking? So does he have redress? Like, can, does he have the ability to say that um, he should he should get his money back? And yeah, will cool. someone take that up? And I mean, actually, th- somebody said it was right. I think I think the ATB should t- take that into consideration. You can't have somebody come up and tell you that you didn't do your job. He played. He went on court. He performed I mean, all set. He can we take Maria's didn't... money? She retired at 5-0. She I didn't give her best it. effort. She didn't give her best effort. So when are we going to make those distinctions? That just, that makes Pablo sense. says he can appeal. Well, oh, he can appeal. Okay, because I was like, that doesn't matter. matter. I mean, I think if enough people push on it, I think it would matter. I think the ATP, as as the ATP player council, as they worry about player money, they should seriously worry about somebody coming in and telling you that they're going to take your cash after you've worked. Exactly, tell you you haven't done enough. Like, what is enough? Should he have gone to a tiebreaker? Does that make a determination (laughs) that this is enough? Should he have won a set? I mean, not every day people come out, come to work. I mean, let me tell you something. But this past week, I've been watching tennis. In fact, yesterday, I had another computer with the tennis and my computer work. And nobody tell me my shit I ain't doing my work. I know. People saying. are real judgmental about how people approach work, though. Because everybody me, wants you to be 100% enthusiastic. Exactly. Every time something like, else, but not, but not for yourself. And to me, <laughs> this is something else. Yeah. This, is not, this is not about That's the a effort. a lot of this Monday morning quarterbacks in the timeline. But the other thing too, though, is I mean, let's be honest. I think that Sangha could have done better against Rafa. Should he get lose that money? I mean, that was a good point. Mm. That's a fair point. I mean, I mean, <sighs> I mean. Well, how many games did he win? Six. Mm. I mean, that's not any. That's not that much worse than um, seven. 
Seven games? Okay. Oh, tell me it's one more game. Mm. Tell me it's one more games. We'll see. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? We, we need a baseline for judgment. There you go. Because it sounds like that. Actually, if you look at that scoreline, that's much a very risky. I, mean, I don't care. Maybe he was hurt. I mean, but, Tomich, but listen, Tomich rarely moves. Have you seen Tomich play? Tomich is like um, Fabio in the sense that he stands there and hits the ball, and that right. weird thing that he does. So it's like I mean, really I mean Fabio but doesn't just, give his full but, effort all the time. How many times have we seen him fined for it? But, oh, that's a significant it amount of money. My oh, thing it that, says that I just saw a news headline that says that he will appeal it. But you're saying he didn't move. But what makes it? He won four games in a set. He won. It was it was a regulation. When I looked at it, I was just like, "What? He just lost in straight sets. This doesn't look anything fishy or tanky and whatever." He won four games, and also, as as Andrean pointed out, you're then saying Sanga didn't do anything across the net. You're saying Sanga didn't play. Sanga just had to just stand there and and burn it was throwing the match. How do we make this determination? What is the evidence to say he didn't move? Can we do, again? We don't come to work feeling the same way. Every match isn't the same same at all like to me this is but this is what he said he says at Wimbledon I had to compete with one of the best players on grass losing 626164 it's not like I lost 606060 from the start of the match I knew I had very little chance but I was feeling down because I was feeling down but I thought I would go on to try my best because it's Wimbledon my movement is pretty bad normally and against Sanga it just became super slow Sanga served great and took so little time between serves, pushing me to play fast as well. I had no chance. It was 6-2 and 6-1 before I knew it. The third set was a little better, but still felt quick. My best efforts were super poor that day, although it's all I had. Sorry, guys, for feeling unwell. Mm. So that seems weird Sounds quite sad. They won the, so they won the same amount of games, six, seven games, whatever. It sounds well, just saw, about normal. Somebody, some, somebody should take Sangha's money from the Rafa match. Somebody but, should do that. <laughs> yeah, we should be calling accounting to those things because if you mind us the number of time Rafa picks his ass and whatever case may be, we're not on the code for very long. <laughs> we're not doing much in actual play. So I'm just saying, like this is this is an absurd kind of thing to to come up that one person gets to make the determination. We don't think he did his best effort. Boom. Take all your That's money. And, that, and, it, and it should definitely not be any of these umpires because these umpires couldn't decide to default. Um Fabio for screaming all kinds of weird things up on that. So, I mean, I just think you shouldn't. That's not comfortable. Listen, I show up at the job. If I'm watching a little tennis on the side, you can't take my cash. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, folks, let me let you folks get back to your wonderful Sunday. Andre got to go live her life in Jolly on London. I'm sure there's a pub somewhere around the corner that has a name but all I, over I, it. That, that pub is not seeing my ass tonight because I'm going to go right to sleep so I can get up <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh my, my body God. is still, Listen, my body's on weird America time. So, <laughs> um, no, but it so, looks oh, like it's going to be the, the, the timeline is the fact that he, he lost a match in less than an hour. Mm, so what? Federer wins matches in less than an hour. Nobody blames the other opponent. I just think we have to be careful with those things. Um, and it usually seems that the people y'all trying money. to make it only seems that y'all have strength for a certain certain select players, and not strength for everybody else. And that I think is problematic. If a lot of other players were getting fined for tanking, and look, y'all y'all blame this girl who just came back from injury at the French Open. You took all her money. <laughs> this American girl, she was injured and she just came back and feeling her way. I mean, again, y'all are crazy. Yeah, I'll give you all this money and anyway. So, and also because remember, prize money has nothing to do 
with the actual match itself. It has to do with all the work and preparation up to that point, which is why we don't get into consideration about best of five and best of three and all that stuff. Not being paid women. by the hour. Yeah, we're not Happy doing by that. Game one match. Yeah. One example. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you are a consultant, they pay you for your brain. That's what they're doing. So the same thing, you're paying for prep, but you're not actually paying for the match itself. There's and some of y'all really need to be that. out there talking about the respect for the game and all this nonsense. Y'all really need to stop holding on to these white tropes. It's really white noise. I know, it's dumb. I mean, what's respect for the game? The person showed up paid, and performed. That's respect enough for the game. I mean, we have to redefine our definitions of respect. And, and we can't let these definitions be framed around allowing you the consumer to have what you think you deserve i mean the person competed <laughs> and left i just think it's i think we have to be really careful about taking people's money like that right and, exactly and as tony points out too if he had, if he wasn't feeling well and he pulls out just before the match you're gonna find him again and say this is yeah. not okay so what does this player supposed to do damned if they do damned if they don't Mm -hmm. that, and we, and we need to stop constraining people just because tennis is entertainment for us it is still work for them think of you on your best day at work and on your worst day of work and give those people the same due like i just we need to stop thinking these people are here for our amusement listen i get it you know i want um i want my favorite um player to have more emotions on court that's fine but i'm not telling her that she can't get paid for it like a lot of people are super punitive. <laughs> Why do we all get very punitive with people and want them to lose their jobs? Mm. <laughs> We're like all Becky's calling folks <clears> on the phone. Can you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, this Can I speak to your manager? Like, she's like, he needs to get out of the game. And he, I'm just like, girl, what's wrong with you? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're disappointed, but, but you get all defensive when people talk about Serena needs to go, right? <laughs> like, it gotta be. It, you gotta be fair across the board. No, but we, anyway, just, folks, we can't. We can't be trying to get people fired from their jobs. We're not those people. We're definitely not people. They're people who are doing real damage, and we let them just sit up fine in our faces. I'm just saying. Ask Ask, ask Nova Djokovic to stop talking to Justin Gimbalstall. Can we just say that out loud, though? Can he stop doing that? Can he just stop figuring Ooh. out how to do that? Stop doing that. Pretend. You know, Nova is always Pretend she's your mistress and stop talking to him. You know, That's no, you always having a whole bunch of problematic relationship. Oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, is this his new guru? <laughs> oh, shit. Where was Federer always have some funky friends? Federer don't let his friends get in his finances. No, okay? he's like, listen, I'm not singing. Yeah. Federer, let me just say, Federer has bad friends. Let's just put that out there. But they don't uh, affect his business, though. <laughs> America is always there to make sure. Exactly. You know what I mean? America <laughs> is just like, you only get to some point. It's a Federer got to be in Federer got a curfew, boo. You got to be <laughs> nine Don't hang with Tommy. And don't, you're certainly not hanging with Tiger anymore. Mm -mm. <laughs> Tiger, of messy, of mess. But Nole, Nole always got problematic relationship, whether it's with his guru, whether it's with his wife, wife. I mean, just like parents. Where's his wife lately? She don't come. She don't show up to matches anymore. She's probably pregnant. They had a fight, so she's probably oh, okay. pregnant again. Oh, well, I should probably spending that money. Girl, buy an expensive bag and show up with it. <laughs> expensive <laughs> bags, bags, boot. Not just one bag, many bags. We're so bad to poor Nole. Nole is really stressed right now. Everyone hates him, and I love yeah, that. He'll probably he'll take lose. advantage of That's that. That's what I want him to lose. But He's not gonna lose. He's gonna eat grass on Sunday. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Only that's not how we count goat. Okay, that's not how goat works. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! 
Stop it, bro. Anyway, Bless let's us get going. Folks, enjoy your podcast. Don't forget to retweet it when it's out and tell your friends, family, and even your foes. Because we know people love to hate us. And let's just let you know we brought Coco to the adult table. Yes, we did. We get to rib. <laughs> yeah. So that means uh, Venus is still going to be eating first. Just saying. Oh. She's a level one. <laughs> always, 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 always. And oh, no. tennis on the ATP. Can y'all get rid of the racist and problematic people? Like, they shouldn't be around. We shouldn't, they shouldn't be featured in the ESPN promos and all that. I, mess, mean, okay? I, can't, be helped. I can't be helped. You got, you got two left. So, what you going to do? No um, red hats, please. No red hats. No red hats. <laughs> all right. I have to say, can we figure out a way to save red hats? I look really good in red hats. And now I can barely Not wear Not anymore, one. boo. They're just something. Just get one that has RF on it, okay? <laughs> nope. I don't want that either. I'm just saying. All right. Like, Diva, that's all the cool arts for everybody. <laughs> gotta go. And Thanks, if, you're, if you're gonna bring players on the thing, can you talk about can you let the players talk about themselves, please? I don't like Steve Johnson. Mm-hmm. I have Steve Johnson talking about everybody else, but Steve Johnson, it ain't cute. Shave the mustache. Yeah, he needs to shave the mustache. That is true. Anyway. I got all my sisters in me. And a homosexual brother, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everyone. Have a good day.